And now it's time to bait our hooks, cast our nets, drop our poles in the water, and fish for some jokes with Down on the Dock. Well, 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 welcome to episode 28 of Down on the Docks. My name's Chris Neff. I'm Dave Sarah. And we welcome you to our show as always. Guys, if you're just joining us or listening to us for the first time, uh, it always helps if you can give us a uh, thumbs up on uh, your listing platforms such as uh, Spotify or uh, Apple Pods, Stitcher, Google, wherever you listen. And Dave, what else can they do to help us out? Leave us a five-star review. Either on Spotify, Anchor.fm, or the best way to do it is on Apple. Yeah, what if they need to email us? They can email us. Everywhere is going to be down on the docks, but uh, specifically for emailing, down on the docks at gmail.com. Yeah, and don't forget, it's on Instagram. D-O-W-N-A-T. T-H-E-D-O-C-S dot com. That's right. There's no C. Yeah, I have a bad feeling that we've probably been getting emails to from people and they're CKing us. Yeah, CKing us. Yeah, whipping it out and chugging it out right in front of you. out on us and we had no idea. So don't forget, guys, down on the docks is just one C, no No K. No three Cs. This isn't thick. Okay, No three Ks either. Buddy, you know I say this every week, but we have a fun show this week. Do we? We do indeed. Uh, this week's um, documentary is a one-word doc titled Set. Ooh. It's yeah. about tennis? No. Very good guess. Is it about stand-up comedy? Nope. Okay. Something you need to get, by the way. <laughs> you need to get a set. A set. Yeah, yes, you can't just go up there and yap away. <laughs> what know. we do takes work. <laughs> it does. That's why I don't want to do it, because I don't want to disrespect Maybe, Maybe this will help you. Tell it's me. set with an exclamation point. Oh, the temple of set. Oh, what does that mean? Uh, some lizard people shit. Uh, we don't do that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to fantasize about, isn't it? Sometimes. No, this is set as in set the table. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me we're about to jump into the world of like Westminster Dog Show instead of for yeah, chicken. Much. Instead of Westminster Dog Show for chickens, are we doing Westminster Dog Show for table settings? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's not just table setting, it's called tablescaping. Ooh, yeah, yeah. because you're like landscaping. Correct. Uh, so here's what happens we open up on a woman. And she's setting a table, right? And she's looking at her table, and she's like, oh, it's an inch. It's going that way. One inch here. Mm -hmm. One inch here. Yeah. Oh, there's another inch i got to figure out. And she's like, I'm nervous because I'm so detailed. This is very detailed. Yeah. You have to follow directions step by step. And she says, round tables are very hard because there's not enough room. You know, I've got my measuring tape here to make sure the fork's in the right place. I never thought about that when I just sat down at dinner. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like, God, this is so hard. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what looks good. Right. And then she's like, oh, no. Well, that's it. You know, that's hiding the plate, isn't it? And she's like picking up like a candle or something. She's like, Jesus. So then we see we're, we're going to meet a group of these women. There's a they're all setting up for a, con a convention. You know, one of them says table setting is something that people take very seriously. Another says, table setting is a form of artistic expression. Uh, another says, the point of having the table set in just the right fashion lets you know 
to start from the outside in to use utensils. So you stay, take away all the stress from the people. You knew that, right? Of course. Yeah. People always sit down, like, I don't know which fork to use. Yeah, you, you just everybody uses the Titanic method of you start from the outside, go in, son. Oh, that's why it's called the Titanic <laughs> method. No, I, I call it that because the the yeah. from Kathy Bateman. Um she Kathy Bates. Bates Kathy Bates. Yeah. Yes. Um she yeah, that's, that's oh, what she tells Leonardo. Sa- oh like, yeah. I don't know what utensils to yeah. to use. Work your way from the outside. From the outside in. In. Okay, that's the Titanic method. I'm gonna <laughs> use that myself. Cool. Well, um, you know, these like, women what do these people look like? They've got to be fancy folk. They're not. They're they're, not. they're a wide swath of people <laughs> from okay. everyday life. Okay. Um, you know, so it's a good mix. Okay. Mostly women. I guess it would make sense actually that it's not fancy folk mm-hmm. because it's the fucking the, oh, the fancy the, the plebes. It's the yeah. like, how do the how do the plebes deal with what the fuck they're doing? Oh, let's make a competition out of it so that we could be the fancy people. The fancy people don't even know how to set the table, right. dude. They yeah. just show up Smoke and fucking Titanic and, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one rule they know. Yeah, yeah. Put their cigarette out on, in the cake afterwards and well, be one, gone. This first woman's like, I I, I was up till two a.m. I woke up at six, all just to set a table. Uh, another one says table setting. It's kind of like an Olympic sport. You know, yeah, and sure. it's not. I bet. I bet <laughs> it's not. I bet it's kind of like an Olympic sport. There are rules. I can see it being like curling, the closest thing. Yeah. The closest no, thing. The closest thing it would be to. <laughs> would That's be, you cleaning the something. No, the closest thing would be rhythmic gymnastics uh, when they have the, but even the, the, the rib- ribbon. But even that shit is hard, dude. Right. But here's the point. You can get lucky But here's curling. the point. Yeah. It has a ribbon in it. <laughs> and okay. this is all about ribbons, <laughs> all which about you're going ribbon. to learn about. Okay. <laughs> okay. Everything's got a ribbon. Well, there's a point system, you know. There's rules and regulations, and this woman says every single point counts. Uh, one of them says, I switched my water glass with my wine glass last year, and that brought my points down tremendously. Wow. Yeah. I switched my water glass with my wine glass. Mm-hmm. So they try. Yeah, because I've seen some places like Halls, their water cups look sort of like a wine cup, but it's like a little more curved and a little more narrow. And oh man! And now I kind of work in this industry a little bit, uh-huh. so I know the differences between there's there's cake plates, there's yes. dinner plates. Do you know what a charger is? I do know what a charger is. A type okay. of cup? Nope. No. What is it? Oh, it's a type of bowl. <laughs> nope. What is it? Type of plate? Are you working this industry? I, I mean, come on. Are you like, sure? I don't remember. A every charger single, is what you put a, a the big plate on, on top of. of. That fucking knew yeah. it. Damn it! I knew. I thought it was like a, something that the that the cups. People on. pay you. People, well, there's something like to a tra- not know anything there's about a, what you're supposed to do. There's something like a coaster that's similar, that like to a charger, yeah, which is like a which is like a a, a, a charger for your for your cup, basically. Uh, okay, I don't remember, but it's not a coaster. Anyway, continue. Okay, well, one woman says last year I forgot my fork. I called it forking myself. Oh well, comedy. Yeah, <laughs> one woman yeah. says. One woman says, "Does this take over your life?" <laughs> and. Um, She's working on a cow theme table and she says, let me just put it this way. I'm not going to move anything I don't, anymore. I don't know why she to, used the cow reference. Because it's a cow theme table. I just told you that. Oh, she used the cow theme yeah. table. Oh, yeah. Another woman says it's an illness. Yes, what <laughs> straight <we do>. up. <laughs> I mean, I can see how an illness could also make you good at it if you have like a legit OCD. Exactly. That's an edge. One woman dr- uh, dressed up like her table. So she's got the tablecloth and then a dress that matches. I want to see the person that is the table. Well, you have to remember these women. They say people really want to win these things, and women are out for blood. Yeah. Out for blood. Out for Serious blood. competition. 
So uh, title cards up, set. Now, before we get into this, you know me. Did a little research. Yeah. Can yeah, I, get, I like what you call research. Can I get the jingle, please? Yeah. Time for the Simpsons episode. It is. Oh, table boy. setting. It's becoming a much. This is becoming way too involved now. It's becoming a thing every episode. I have people email me <laughs> oh, saying uh, the Simpsons episodes are my favorite part of the show because I get to learn so much that I didn't know. And more importantly, I watched the documentary and this wasn't in there. And do. now I kick ass at trivia night and I win drinks all the time. Uh -huh. And now my boyfriend has sex with me because he thinks I'm like the coolest woman in town yeah all while adding about two hours of work to uncle dave but okay you'll be fine yeah well let's get back to it table setting or tablescaping is an activity involving the setting of sometimes elaborate dining tables in artful decorative or themed ways for social events mm -hmm. now there's usually a variety category of uh what do you call it um uh, categories there's yeah. like different categories and like, competitions. just like there's different chickens yeah <laughs> Yeah, but that was silky, last week's episode. Yeah. Yep. There's different cats well, categories. This competition of tablescaping, it dates back all the way uh, into the 1930s and 40s. I would have assumed much earlier than Me that. Too. Me too. That seems not old enough. Buddy, we're going to go back to the original fork and knife. <sighs> Strap yourself in. Caveman setting? That'd yes. be kind of cool. Well, according to the history portion of this, Fanny Brait's 1901, A Day of Celebration, shows two girls decorating a table. The background In the background, there's a painting of an undecorated medieval table surrounded by waiting diners. While early dining tables... They're purely functional in form. Setting the table originated in the Middle Ages to describe setting a board on two trestles to provide a temporary surface on which to eat food. Yeah, well, they're okay. Like, so they didn't, not, have, we didn't have tables back then. Right, they're like, we're not doing the floor tonight, <laughs> yeah. everybody. It's yeah. a special occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Grab me a couple ladders <laughs> yeah. and a piece of wood. We're going to do this standing upright. That's how a lot of contractors from uh, Home Depot did things as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, back in the day, you were supposed to bring your own. By the knife. way, uh, contractors in the parking lots of Home Depot. I, I understood what you meant. Okay, great. So back, I love the way you feel the need to explain the joke <laughs> to the audience. Yeah, to the you audience. don't. You don't. They're good jokes. <laughs> oh, shut up. So anyway, back <laughs> in you. the day, you had to bring your own knife and spoon. Okay. And food. Oh, bring your own BYOS. BYOS, yeah. So, you, you you know, if somebody was like, hey, we're having dinner tonight, and they were setting a table, they were like, you know, yeah. don't forget your shit. Yeah, it's like Boy Scouts. I had Pretty to bring much. my own utensils. Pretty like much. Everywhere you go is camping back in the medieval days. Yeah, so food was often eaten off a slice of bread, which was set directly uh, on the table. That's cool. Yeah, it's like a placemat or yeah. like a pl it was the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the like, plate. Here's that's, your, here's that's, your that's where a soup in a bowl came from. Like yeah. soup in a bread bowl comes from. <laughs> Fucking New England <laughs> dummies. So a medieval table in a wealthy household might be covered in a cloth that was used as a common napkin rather than uh, having a dec oh, decorative purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, who sat here yesterday? Uh. Well, here's the other thing. According to uh, a woman named Claudia Quigley Murphy, even among the wealthy, a table would be set only with a salt cellar, cups, and sometimes stands for dishes that were being delivered to the table by cooks. Now, 
I never heard the term salt cellar. Have you? No. It's what do you, would you think it would be? Something that holds salt. Yeah. It's like you, a little salt canister. Yeah. It's 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 a salt cellar, also uh, known as a salt box. Yeah. And a salt pig. <laughs> that fucking pig. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, <laughs> salt pig's my new one. I know it's been mine all day. I've been waiting for it. So salt sellers or salt pigs, they can, they can be either lidded or open, and are found. Oh, salt pigs are always open. Let me see. <laughs> no they never close. Yeah, yeah. They answer the phone at three a.m. and everything. <laughs> um, the salt pigs usually have their own 800 numbers yeah. you can call. <laughs> so anyway, styles of these uh, salt, we're just going to call them salt pigs, even yeah. though you can call them salt boxes. <laughs> salt pigs range from uh, simple to ornate or whimsical uh-huh. uh, using materials including uh, glass and ceramic, metals, ivory, wood, and plastic. Use of salt pigs is documented as early as classical Rome. But again, they didn't start eating at the table apparently until King Henry the Fifth days. I mean, that's that so, what, so, so. What time? So what time period is that? You're saying? Well, they said 1200s. Well, Middle 14, Ages. I'd middle say 1500s, 1500s, 1400s. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because I, I was figuring maybe the French, like those French dandies, were the were like kind of like those kind of. You like, mean gay people? Yeah, like the, no, like those like very <laughs> super, dandies. those like pedantic ass like French people from back in the day. That like you know that you always hear about in the, in the, during the Romantic era. Well, the word salt cellar uh, is attested in English from the 15th century. It combines the English word salt with the Anglo-Norman word sailor, which already by itself meant salt container. So they were basically <laughs> just saying salt, salt container, <laughs> salt, salt, yeah, or salt cellar, yeah, salt, salt pig. Yeah, yeah. I guess salt. I like salt pig. Anyway, that's where we we get the uh, the the nomenclature of the word. Cool. Uh, but history tells us the Greek artifacts from the classical period, in the shape of small bowls, are often called salt cellars. Uh, their function remains uncertain, though they may have been used for condiments, including salt. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Romans had the uh, sol sol solanum, which was a receptacle typically uh, made of silver. And regarded as essential in every household. Mm. Uh, it had a ceremonial importance as the container of the salt, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it was the offering made yeah. during the meal because you'd be like, uh, "Would you like some salt?" Is that, that's probably what, where the cocaine box first was invented. Like, hmm, I can use but this again, for this. Because even in the even in the forties and fifties, that's that's yeah. how they would. Uh, <laughs> You know, like during World War II, if you're yeah. watching Glorious Bastards, that that yeah. uh that historical reenactment. But yeah, they have these little boxes and you take a little pinch of coke. And you know, what my secret was to hide my cocaine. What's that? I always put it in an Altoids tin. Oh, uh, yeah, so, same thing. Just look like different. oh, a couple Altoids broke. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not going to test this. Um, so of course these things got advanced down the road. Um, they became a status symbol. Um. And then uh, the advent of the Industrial Revolution in the 18th to early 19th century rendered both salt and salt cellars commonplace. So at this point, they're everywhere. And of course, somebody says, hey, why don't we make a fucking shaker out of this shit? Yeah. You know? So then they turn into, you know, shakers. But they had a problem back in the day. And it wasn't until 1911 when anti-caking agents uh, were added to the salt that salt Mm. shakers gained uh, favor and basically took off in the mainstream. 
Mm. So back to uh, the 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 plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. When pl- no no we're still when, oh we're still that on. was a Simpsons within a Simpsons Holy episode. Shit. So when the plates were introduced, they were often shared among oh. two or more diners. Oh okay. Now by the late sixteen hundreds, forks were in common use. Mm. Uh, this two, to, I wonder were they like two? I think two, two. double. I think that's two how it started. Fork. Yeah. Um, the utensil, of course, meant fewer drips and uh, greasy fingers to wipe, Aww. which made practical use of decorative tablecloths and napkins. Yeah. Uh, a lavish formal dining setting at the Nordic Museum. I told you, we're going deep here. Okay. Shows off wealth uh, with crystal glassware and silver tabletop items, including a centerpiece with flowers. Table setting became a Western craze in the late 1700s. This is mm. setting, right. not scaping. Okay. Uh, when the aristocracy used the practice as a self-expression form and to display wealth. So themed tablescapes have uh, since then provided an escape from daily life to a fantasy world. You got to remember, there wasn't a lot of shit to do. Right. So if someone's like, go set the table, you're like, I'm going to make this interesting. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's not like you're going to watch, you know, Phil Donahue mm-hmm. and then set the table. Right. You're going to make it fun. So um, uh, there was a shift from 1750 to 1900 uh, when courses were served in mass and dinners served themselves buffet style. Right. uh, Where courses followed one after the next and were portioned out by the servants. Uh, The changeover meant that instead of a visual feast of the former method, there was a void as serving dishes were now on a side table leaving the dinner table more bare, which led to elaborate, sometimes absurd table settings. Okay. Then, absurd. Uh-huh. Like? Uh, we this, don't know yet? No. I, I mean, whatever, they whatever just your say, heart desires. Yeah, but like expensive centerpieces oh, soon uh, yeah. became like, you know, this is... A ram's head, maybe? Exactly. And like, this is why I'm rich, and you can see it's got my initials on I was on trying it. to be absurd by saying a ram's head, but you're like, no, actually, no, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's quite accurate, actually. Yep. Uh, In the late 1800s, middle-class families in Europe and America emulated the wealthy but relied on fresh flowers as centerpieces. Mm. Uh, In the mid-1900s, Women's Gardening Club held display exhibitions uh, to promote table decorating. And by the late 1800s, Isabella Beaton was advising the American middle class in her book, Mrs. Beaton's Book of Household Management, that there was no excuse not to have flowers on the table every day. Wow. So we're going to get a little specific into tablescaping. Now, as we know, uh-huh. tablescaping it was, of course, a portmanteau of the words table and landscaping. Mm-hmm. It's two things in one. Wow. Yeah. Oxymoron, maybe. Not even no, close. No, not an oxymoron because they're not they're not. Don't worry opposites. about it. Uh, it was coined up, by te- <laughs> television <laughs> chef. Sandra Lee in 2003. So Uh this is a fairly new portmanteau that's been created. Hmm. Uh, The concept uh, became better known uh, due to social media posts centered on images of meals people share, including the setting. Uh, Of course, all this goes on Instagram, so it kind of took off. Um, And Pinterest. Yo, of course. This is totally a Pinterest-like thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, they so this kind of shit. This is kind of how this whole thing happened. Um, go ahead and take us out of the Simpsons episode. Now, now we're officially out. Have you ever d- done any fine uh, formal wait waiting or yes okay. waiting? Yes, I used to. I worked for about ten years. Yeah, as a bartender and um, waiter slash uh, uh, like cleaner. Yeah. For Mason's Lodge on uh, the weekends. Okay, so again, not fine. I no, was it's not fine, but like it was, yeah. it was event. You're hanging out with the water buffalo. You, yeah. Were you a janitor e- at this fucking I mean, place? It's, it's just setting tables, and I mean, yeah. it's very not. It's not fine dining. No, I've never worked anywhere in fine dining. But I mean, well, upper, I have. upper scale. I have. One of my first jobs when I got to LA um, was cater waitering, okay. and there was this company called the Party Staff. Mm. And they were like the the big the premier staffing yeah, agency. They had for, everybody. Yeah. Everybody wanted the bartending jobs. But yeah. you go in and you'd be like, okay, yeah, you know, whatever, well, whatever. But whatever they make you, you take a class, uh-huh. and you had to learn how to box a table. Cool. And uh, they, you know, showed you all the different shit. And you know, the point is, they paid the cheapest in town, but everybody mm-hmm. had them. That's where you started. And they were like, we believe in uh, fairness around here. Mm-hmm. So we grade everybody to start out with a B, um, mm-hmm. whether it's your first day or whatever. We're mm-hmm. all going to you know, give you a B to start. And so eventually I started working for other catering companies. Right. And I, my MO was very simple. Drink as much as possible mm-hmm. to get through the shift. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would, I got to this point where I was just doing bartending gigs and I'd yeah. be like, I'll show up if it's bartending because I didn't get just fucking shit faced. Right. And then I do private houses and whatnot. And then I called the party staff one day looking for a couple shifts and I was like, uh, can I grab a pickup, a shift on a bartending gig? And they were like, unfortunately, no. Aww. And I was like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I have an A. And they're like, you used to, but now you have a D. And oh, I what? said, uh, that's impossible. And they go, uh, no, it's not, because apparently you decided to urinate on the side of one of our guest's houses while oh. you were tending bar. Oh, that's not that bad, though. Yeah. On the side of the house? Come on. Yeah, no. It's like, what am I going to do? Go inside and interrupt their party? Yeah. Or keep drinking and pissing outside? <laughs> so, no, keep drinking and pissing outside? Obviously. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, but I remember we would do Russian serving, which was very rare. Do you know what that no. is? Okay, that's when everybody like... When everyone serving eats you? <laughs> Is that Russian serving? Stupid. It's when everybody drops a plate at the exact same time and picks up at the exact same time. Wow. So you'll be in sync. Yes. Wow. It's like synchronized synchronized plating. Wow. That's I remember fucking lame. Oh, it was awful. I remember doing that. Do you guys have like like silent cues like Oh yeah, one count, it was all eye contact. Count, three, <laughs> yeah, one and guy. Blink, no, go. the head waiter. Yeah, he would do the uh, either the eyebrow yeah. or the <gasps> nod the yeah. head, and then we'd all come down at the same and time. Yeah. Gracefully uh, and grandly. Some of these parties, some of these houses Grace. I was in, it was just like get. I mean, it was insane. Yeah, and again, your goal was salt pig drunk oh okay drink through the shift and everything will be fine and then slam a salt pig yeah and then slam a salt pig on the way out yep all right let's get back to let's this get into it. so we're gonna meet a few of our contestants are we yeah because we're uh we gotta remember there's a competition ahead of yeah us. apparently so hacienda heights california where is that that's where i work baby oh that's where you work mm-hmm. okay so you know the area yeah well we're gonna meet the the veteran of these com- competitors well her name's bonnie uh, she's been tablescaping for 22 years. And she says the whole process starts 
Um, and a virgin with, for the same amount of time. <laughs> with me constantly scrolling on my phone, right. trying to find out when the new competitions are available. She's like, I check it three, 30 times a day, you know? And it's just like, really? You can't just yeah, be you patient? Yeah, you don't have to. So, just, But she's concerned that she's not going to get her spot. What's unless, her spot? Oh you have God. to sign up. Yeah, but... So she gets her spot. So then she tours us of her house. The place is covered in ribbons, you know, hanging in the wall. Yeah, and I don't, she, I don't, I'm sorry, but I don't expect these signups to be like freaking Lollapalooza tickets. Like they're going to sell out in three minutes or whatever. Live, I, I think live nation fiasco. Yeah, I, I think they have plenty of space. Yeah, they're not Taylor Swift at the freaking stadium. Bonnie takes this very seriously. She says, I would compare tablescaping to brain surgery. Yeah. Um, okay. You can compare it. That's fine. She shows us her Hall of Fame wall. You know, she's like, this is what the year I did the vineyard theme. She's like, I did the White House one year, a little breakfast at Tiffany's, Phantom of the Opera. She says, think about it. I like Growing that. a baby. It's kind of cool, though. Growing a baby takes nine months. <laughs> well, this <laughs> takes six months. So it's almost like producing a baby. Right. And it's very annoying when you have your baby and the judges don't like your baby. Yeah. And then you have to throw your baby around and start all over again. <laughs> Pretty much. The fuck am I going to do with this old fucking stupid baby? She says, we're all creating. We're all trying to win best of show. When you win, it's whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> did she say that? Did, yes. she do, did she do like raise the roof with her hands? Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop, whoop. Oh, um, you know, but she says, you know, uh, it's the best feeling in the world. And you have the bragging right for a whole year to run around and tell people that you're best in show. Why then? What happened in six months? Well, it's six months of preparation. Oh. So you still get the full calendar year gotcha. to raise the roof. Oh, because of the competition that you're going she to. She says there's years when she hasn't received like an honorable mention ribbon and she's come to tears. Wow. So she says, I do not like second or third. And again, I'm going to assume <sighs> probably not any money in this. Well, maybe you're going to find out. Mm, maybe. Okay. Okay. So Bonnie's got to be less than the chickens. We we never even found out about that. Yeah. I thought somebody would uh, let us know. I want forty thousand dollars. No, that's what I was thinking. But I even went and looked. Yeah. for like tractor money pr yeah. prize like prize pools. It's nine and bucks and it's like literally nothing. There's it, nothing. It's like two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. for these hundreds thousand dollar machines to yeah. pull. Uh, this is probably going to be comparable. Yeah. Well, uh, but to see the this stuff is like it's significantly cheaper. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe. Uh oh. Yeah, uh, well, I can see it can getting expensive. Bonnie takes us into her backyard. Well, she doesn't just do tables. She does, designs little sections of her backyard. And she's like, "Look, this is the Jungle Cruise section. You know, over here, uh, she's got a, an adventure cool. outpost it's section. Like a Disney, exactly. Setting. She's like, here's my Indiana Jones tent. Um, she says everything's in my head. And then she's like, oh, check it out. Here's Jurassic Park. Oh, she's pointing at nothing. No, she's pointing at a gate. Uh -huh. And she goes, this is the Jurassic Park. And she goes, but you can't go on the other side of the gate because that's where the dinosaurs are. Right. Well, it's just an alley. Yeah. <laughs> you know but hold I mean? on here. Did she actually make this themed? Oh, uh, she's themed her whole backyard up. Oh, her backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she fuck. She points down at uh, a dinosaur in front of Jurassic Park. And she's like, look, one just got away. <laughs> so she's, This is not crazy. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Um, so she goes to the garage and she pulls out an LA Times article uh, from a previous show. Well, the article's titled, titled No One Spoon Fed in This Competition. Oh, good. So uh, the paper. It's a good pun. Yeah, come on. It's, yeah, it's not. They're doing the best they can. Mm. 
Well, in this interview, there were two women that were interviewed. Uh, there was a mother and daughter team. So we're going to meet the mother and daughter team because Bonnie's competed at them. So um, it's time to meet Marie and Crystal. Okay, Crystal's the daughter. <laughs> okay, never mind. Another okay. Marie it's gonna be is the salt pig joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but not going to get into that. Right Marie now. is the mother. Okay. Okay. Crystal says, you know, we both been tablescaping for twenty two years, and we did it one time together, and yeah. it didn't go well. Oh, so no. we've been we've been uh, competing against, against each other. each other ever since. But this year, we decided to break that up, and we're going to team up. Because we are both broke now. I don't, they, they're, <laughs> we they're, spent way too much too much money on chargers they, and highballs. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what happens. Okay. Um, so Crystal says, you know, the first year we decided to go our separate ways and became be, uh, competitors. Well, and then her mom goes, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous at all. Okay. She's clearly fucking jealous. jealous. Uh, so Crystal breaks out the pictures from her wins. Mm. And, you know, she's like, I... Dr. Seuss, this one got best in show. That Ooh. was awesome. And then, you know, her mom's like, she never likes my tables. She just never likes my tables. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not a Dr. Seuss person. So, you know, it didn't really interest <laughs> me at all. This is sad. This is getting sad <laughs> kind of already. a little sad at the because top. Because it's like, you know, these guys, she's like, she wants her. Oh, this is like they both into it. And she doesn't like my drawings, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying my hardest. She was, they're going to, it's going to be a roller coaster ride. Yeah. For, all right. For Marie and Crystal. Oh, roller coaster. This year, there are two different categories uh, in the fair. There is, uh, but they're going with international travel. Ooh. Uh, I'll t we'll get to the second thing uh, later. Do they bring duplicates of all the plates in case one breaks? No, they didn't. Oh, wow. But I'm, I mean, they didn't cover that, but I'm assuming you would want. Yeah. But that is going to play crucial into a timing element in the oh, show. Oh, oh, oh. Well, they've decided they're going to go with it's a small world. That's cool. Yeah, because they think it's very international. That's um, a good idea. Yep. And Crystal uh, has a tendency to wait till the last minute to do things. Mm. That's mom, the daughter. No, yes. That's the daughter. And Marie's like, that's the, our problem with everything. Yeah. Well, we meet Crystal's son, uh, who has to deal with all this shit. Oh, his name His name is uh, Gable. Three generations of... Oh, there's even more. Oh, boy. Uh, Gable says, yeah, I've been roped into this my whole life. Oh, no. You know, it's something that comes around every year, and, I, and I'm helping out my grandma, but she gets upset and starts yelling at my mom. It's, you know... Stressful. Yeah. And then we meet Marie's husband... He looks like he's ready to kill himself. <laughs> and then we meet... Uh, uh, if one of those fucking plates just breaks with a sharp edge, well, it's all ending. It, Les just says, I'm Les Schoenfelder. I'm Marie Schoenfelder's husband. Marie is a lot more high-strung than Crystal is. Yeah. And then her dad, her baby mama's, her baby mama's daddy's there. Baby mama's daddy? So, yeah, so not her husband, but... You know, Gable's dad said, he said it. I didn't say that. Yeah. You know, that's his wife. Yeah. I'm not married to Crystal, by the way. She's just my son's mom. My son's mom. Yeah. So dad's like. Yeah. Baby mama. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So Crystal's like, dad, can you come over and help? And he's like, man, every year I get roped into this. Yeah. So and then he's like, he, you know, instructing her, hey, just hold this in the air for like 30 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to give it. I got to see what it looks like. Yeah. So he's like, am I dismissed? Please dismiss. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Gable says, I do like when it's over. Definitely. Uh, it becomes more of a calm time yeah. when it's over. 
and then she sucks on my balls. <laughs> Cable's dad says, my favorite part is the end when it's over. Mm-hmm. So we're going to head off to Newport Beach, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who aren't aware, it's a more affluent neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely a fancier area for a fancy <laughs> lad. We are going to go to a company called Newport Float Therapy. Okay. Are these uh, isolation chambers? Because our next contestant, Hillary Moore, Mm -hmm. she goes in tanks. Sick. For inspiration. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So she's like, I got to come here for my ideas, uh, get a creative edge, you know, over the contestants. Maybe dip her toe in it. She's floating that toe. I've never been in one of these things. Maybe the toe Rogan. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Have you ever been in one of these things? Yes, I have. Okay. Well, apparently, and I did not masturbate. Apparently, you like go into Papa. a theta state or something. I don't know what that's called. I don't know theta state, but it def- it's pretty cool. All right, it's a well, little trippy. She's doing international travel this year. Okay, so she's really got to tune in. She's going in for ninety minutes, and she says you get to a point where you're not really awake and you're not really asleep. You're just kind of in a trance state. Yeah, but she says when I'm in that state, the table kind of comes to me. Oh boy, and builds itself. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about it. It's a real game changer. I believe that. So we then, uh, Ron, the owner of uh, the float joint, um, he talks about theta state a little bit, and he says it kind of feels like you're flying through another dimension, and your brain sees colors and patterns. I guess brain waves are theta waves. Yeah. So I don't well, know. anyway, you know, he really gets out of the tank, and Ron's like, how'd you do? And she's like, really good. That's awesome. He's like, oh, cool. Do you want to jump on the meditation line for a second? No. Oh. Because I probably... Like it's part of, yeah. He says it's, it's like, like a DMT trip. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, I, I watched it. It's just a fucking strobe light. And oh, I'm epileptic, God. so I had to like look away for strobe half this light. thing. Yeah. Ugh. Well, he calls that it light seem, meditation. It doesn't seem very meditative. Yeah, but he probably got an extra 80 bucks out of her. Yeah. So, you know, these guys got to do what they got to do. They want to kill the demons with this blinking light? Well, anyway, Hillary, she is doing international travel as well. And she says, I am going to focus on my trip to Africa. Um... And there's a large amount of poaching currently going on in Africa, killing of endangered species. And I want to capture that and comment on that. Bring that to the forefront. It's pretty trippy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. So, now we're going to meet uh, um, the dreamer uh, by the name of Tim. He's yeah. our only male in the contest. He oh. lives in Garden Grove, which is right just down yeah. the road from us. Mm-hmm. He said he started at 12. Oh he's, boy, He's 41 now. Been doing, you know, he says it's the whitest thing I do as a white person. And as a straight person? Well, probably not. Okay. I mean, it's, it's fine. You know, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, he says, I hate the world word tablescaping because you're setting a table. It's table setting. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he says, once you get a taste of it, it just fuels the fire for one more ribbons. You know, the ribbon yeah. is the drug. Uh-huh. You know, every single ribbon that this fair produces, I want one of them. I want it that bad. Well, he's also into cosplay. Ooh. Yeah. What kind of cosplay? Well, I'm glad you asked. He says, I'm known for Clawhauser cosplay. Okay. You know what that is? No. Neither did I. I didn't even understand it after he showed us the costume. Well, he shows us- like an anime costume? I'm guessing. He shows us a handmade costume with a long orange and black tail. And he goes, it feels disgusting because it has so much paint on it. It's so gross. Huh? Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Somebody okay. will know. Eh, cosplay, you know, it's whatever. Clawhauser. Yeah, I mean, Clawhauser is probably some kind of fucking boomer ass something or other. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's boomer ass. 
I think yeah. it's more probably Gen Z or millennials that are probably cloud housering. No, because but when if I it say was boomer ass, <laughs> I would know what the fuck it means. When I say boomer, I mean like it's like a it's like an it's like a it's like a old ass cartoon or some kind of like no, animation. Pretty something. sure. Why don't you? <laughs> I have no idea. Just guessing here. Okay. Somebody fills in. Well, anyway, um, he says when he moved to Orange County five years ago, he had a job doing pop culture events. That involved cosplay. So it's oh. like the perfect world, oh, perfect. right? Yeah, perfect. But uh, he lost his job. Because he sucked at it. <laughs> probably because he, he was, was too old. Probably because he was dressing to work as the claws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, can't you get like some fucking Pokemon bullshit? But anyway, it's like, it's a good thing. Because now I can do the table uh, setting competition. So it's always like the same thing with the chicken people. It's yeah. like, yeah, I fucking lost my job because I'm an idiot. But they better. know how to find. Yeah, but, but it's better that I did. Or else I'd never be on this fucking documentary that will not make me anything. Well, the point is he's stoked and he's going to be participating in international travel as well. And he's going to go with the old classic Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Aha. Uh-huh. That's a you ever one. read it? Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Is it good? It's pretty good. Okay. All the places you go, yeah. I know in that's a tree like, and a beer. And I know that's like a big graduation there. gift that people get people, like oh, when they graduate high school. That's some fuck. Yeah, that's lame. No, well, I've never no. read it. All the places you'll go. Well, Tim says, when you've been unemployed as long as I have, um, uh, or he says, since I've been unemployed, I've yet to be able to find gainful employment. Oh. And he said, I went into a really dark place. I, oh. I couldn't create. I didn't, I didn't even care about cosplay. Oh, no. He says, there were weeks I wouldn't even leave my house. Oh. Uh, no creative outlet, nothing to focus on. Um, so once I got into the table setting competition, kind of raised me back into kind of an awesome way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only thing that keeps himself sane. And out of the dark hole of depression. That's good for him. I guess. But this year, he says, I thrifted the hell out of this table. Uh, oh, bil- uh, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's on a budget. Yeah. So, but he says, if I win best in show, uh, it'd be a shining beacon of light. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so Obviously. Yeah. You win anything. Yes. Well, no yeah. shit, Sherlock. But I mean, he's got nothing. He's got yeah, no job. He's got you know, it's going, it's going through it. So yeah. let's meet the defending champion. Her name is Crystal, not right. to be confused with Crystal and Marie. Right. Um, this is like the amazing race of of table settings. Tablescaping. A little tablescaping, respect. Tablescaping. Okay. No fucking what's his name doesn't like the word tablescaping. Well, he's still in, in, investing respect, his time and energy. I'm respecting his All wishes. Right, fine. Well, last year Crystal won best in show at Orange County. The Fair. amazing grace. Uh, and the previous year she also won best of show at L.A. County, which is bigger, by the way, L.A. County or or. or the fairs. Oh. I've only been to the Orange County huh. Fair. I don't know how to answer that question. I've been to the Orange County Fair. It's more of, I feel like it's more of a bigger area, one kind of a thing, whereas I feel like the LA Fair is like sectioned off in the different areas. Yeah. It's not like one place all the time, or like it's not just centralized one place. Am well, I wrong about that? I don't know. What do they the have point, at the LA Fairgrounds, I guess? I've never I been. I don't even know. The point is anymore. she won both fairs right. in a calendar year. Which is like the qu- equivalent to like, what do they call it? The Tiger Slam when you do everything in a calendar year. It's like a Grand Slam. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking Serena Williams over here. She got, she did that. And not only that, she had two different displays. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. She wowed him again. Yep. She, yeah. It's like you can't, uh, you can't show the judges. See, this is like, do you go hard on this one or do you go hard on that one? I think she goes hard with both She's, of I'm them. just saying, but like you have one of your favorite, you have the favorite one is your favorite one. 
Because one of them is your more favorite than the other, guaranteed. Maybe your n- n- latest creation is your most that, favorite. That makes sense. Well, anyway, she does a tour of the house, and we see her previous. Oh, yeah, what does her house look like? It's pretty nice. Yeah. But we see her previous wins for breakfast in bed. Um, so all these people, they don't have any other other jobs other than table setting professionally? These aren't jobs. These are just side this is hustles. Just, it's not a hustle. Okay. It's competition just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. yeah. Hobby. There's no money involved. I'm gonna bro- I'm gonna break okay. that right okay. now. You okay. don't win anything. Okay. You get the no, but like but you get like the ribbon. It, but does it does it translate into interior designing or no. a bigger blog? No. Or, okay. Nothing makes sense actually. Yeah. Good. So. Good. We need less stupid shit like this in the world. Like I'm, I would say people would consider what we're doing pretty stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, she met Bonnie at her first competition. And she said Bonnie had done this Pirates of the Caribbean thing, mm. and it blew me away. Wow. It's the best table I ever saw. Wow. Uh, and then I competed against her, and I won Best in Show that year. Whoa. And the only reason I think she didn't get 100% was because, well, Bonnie comes back into the film and says, I misspelled Pino Gratio. Oh, no. Yep. She tried to spell it on camera, still couldn't do it. So she, because she misspelled Pinot Grigio, she lost out to Crystal. Can you spell Pinot Grigio? Sure. P-I-N-O-T. Well, you're fucking reading it. <laughs> you asked, dickhead. G-R-I-G-R-I-O. Yeah, close enough. No, G-R, yeah. Anyway, G-I-O. she's G-R-I-G-I-O. convinced G-I-O. Bonnie's going to be her ultimate competition. She says Bonnie's always the one to beat. It's not me. So what a, so can we get into a little bit of like what this entails when you say that's a theme? Yeah. Like explain to me some of these like table studies. Like what about it makes it a theme? Like is the plate a certain way? Is the are the cups certain things? Is it just like is it like when you say it's a Pirates of the Caribbean theme. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that like it looks like it's it should be on a Pirates of the Caribbean Correct. set? Correct. Partly, and then also, is there like a fucking sign that says Pirates of the Caribbean and like a ship? Here's the like- way it works. Basically, you pick a theme. So this year's theme is international travel. Okay, okay. or light it up. There's two different categories you can pick okay. from. Most of these gals went with uh, international travel. Okay, so that means. You're going to uh, make make a table based on a certain location right. where you could eat. Gotcha. Light it up a little bit broader. You're just going to put a lot of lights on your shit. <laughs> okay. okay? Sick. But the bottom line is they're regular size tables, yeah. either rectangles or round. You only have so much square footage. Right. But I will say this. This for light it up. This is the first year they allow allowed electric power on these tables, Whoa. so it's a really big deal. Wow! So I thought everybody was gonna do do light it up before you had to use battery. Yeah. Whoa! But this year was the first time they were like, "We're it's you know what it was like going from unplugged to plugged in, like, like or like going, it was like the first electric guitar." Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's like fucking how uh how Cub Stadium still doesn't have lights so they can only play day games. They changed that in 89. Okay, but I'm just saying. Yep. That was back yeah. that was in 89 still. Mm-hmm. They didn't have lights right. in 1989. So it's time to meet Crystal's husband, Rich. He looks like he pretty much wants to kill himself. Uh, this guy too, huh? <laughs> waiting for, also waiting for a, a plate to break? Um, well, he says, um, I have like a support role and an engineering role. Mm. So in the past, Rich had suggested to her, hey, you have the fork and the knife in the he, wrong Maybe place. he needs a dinner roll. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. 
he he came from the Midwest and he said, look, I grew up on Emily Post and I kind of had some knowledge about this. And I told Crystal, hey, your spoon shouldn't go over there or whatever. And she's just like, no, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh-oh. Of course he was right. Uh, so that's, you know, yeah, that's like their inside joke. Sure. So anyway, Crystal's doing light it up. She refers to Rich as his Emilio Post. I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh, Emilio! <laughs> it's, Emilio! It would be like the the uh, masculine version of uh, Emily. Oh, I see. So he's the double checker. Mm-hmm. Okay? So anyway, she is going to light everything on the Sounds table. Sounds like a jack to me. She's going to light everything on the table. Okay. She's going to light the windmill. She's uh-huh. going to light the barn. Right. She's going to light the silos. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, silos. She's going to light an intimate oh, dinner inside of the barn. Just think of them as like kind of dioramas, but That's you cool. still have to have plates and napkins and shit right. to eat at. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So now it's time to meet Janet Lou, the collector. Okay. Now they're out of Laguna Hills. Does she have a Pez theme? No, she doesn't. <laughs> That's very good, though. Um, she's a world traveler, but here's the thing. Once she does a, cont- a contest, she doesn't take her table down. So she, she just keeps, leaves it there? She has her own table room in her house from Whoa. all her previous entered tables. Whoa. And you walk in there and you just see all these tables. That's cool. Is it? I mean, if you're into it. She has so much tables, they ran out. She has one of them in her kitchen now, in the middle of her kitchen. Okay. So I respect any, the hustle. I guess. Anyway. Um, she says uh, she's won every time she's entered, you know, um, every single competition she's ever entered. She's well, won. one is they're They're in a different state. Probably. No. <laughs> yeah. The state of insanity. Yeah, uh, yes. no, I mean like she says she's won, meaning like there's multiple ribs. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. She's got a ribbon. Yeah. Well, yeah. next it's time to meet Janet husband, Ron, who pretty much wants to kill, kill himself. <laughs> Okay, so Ron says she wants to be the best. She shows this throughout our marriage, how competitive she is. It's really exciting being married to her. Now, normally when you say that, you'd be like, it's really exciting to be married to her. somebody. Ron's more like, it's really exciting mm. to be married to her. He's like a ventriloquist. He says she's always busy. Her hands are always moving. That's a plus, <laughs> honestly, in my eyes. When the hands are moving, the mind is at ease. When the fair is over, she says, I reset my tables and leave them up the year round, as I mentioned. So my family can enjoy them as well. Yeah. yeah. She's, I bet she has some grand scheme and like this grand idea in her brain. She's like, one day I'm going to open this up to the public and pay have them pay a dollar to come see well here's the thing she she puts the table up next to the christmas tree every year okay you know what i mean big deal it's a fucking table who cares yeah but when you still sit and eat at it you can't you know you're not getting an idea of how much suffer on these theoretically you could right theoretically i know i can imagine it's got it's got the charger it's got the plate it's got the thing like a design in it's like a got like a trinket on the plate that's also has a fucking salad plate on it let me and then you've got the you okay let me give you a little bit more clarity here this year she is entering a table about a vineyard in italy okay Okay? so you got a table does it have have lucy like smashing grapes with her feet and from i love lucy i would have gone that route a little more humorous no what she decided to do was build a a trellis yeah you know like huge and then hang a chandelier from it in Pretty the cool. back 
Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. But you have to understand, it's, it's not great. just the, the forks and knives. No, and I know it's not just that. I can already imagine okay. it in my head. Well, hold on. It's time to meet her daughter, Rhonda. Okay. Who pretty much looks like she wants to, to kill herself. herself. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, listen, okay. I had a baby shower in the backyard. And um, it took 30 hours for her to set the whole thing up. No, she said she got cock blocked basically because her mom's tables were out instead and they got more attention than my pregnant sister did. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's why she does it. So she cranks this giant chandelier out. And this year, um, that's going to be her centerpiece. She's got to figure out how to attach it. But we'll get back to that later because now it's time to meet Cheryl and Ginny of the Water Babes. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so Cheryl and Ginny, they're middle-aged. Uh, they're out of Seal Beach, just down the road from me here in oh, Long yeah. Beach. Well, they hang out at an aqua aerobics class, all okay. right, with about 20 different uh, old, aqua, yeah. older ladies in the pool. Sure. And she says, well, this is how we start. We hang out in the pool, and then we ask, ask the Water Babies for inspiration. Babies? Water babies, water babes. Hey, all ba- I love my babies. But I'll tell you what, this Jenny, you got to keep your eye on Jenny. Yeah. She says, you know, we represent the pool girls. Um, and then the lifeguards, I got to be honest, these girls don't even work out. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know what? They socialize. That's all they do sure. here. But this year, Cheryl's decided they're going to do a Moroccan-themed table. And they're going to cool. have dinner in Marrakesh. Okay. So all the ladies are chipping in. They're like, hey, I've got this at my house. This might help you out. What about this? They're like, yeah, I got, cool. oh, I got a gazelle's horn. Can you bring that over? <laughs> a gazelle's yeah. horn? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, fucking gazelles in Morocco? Jesus. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's Africa. Yeah. So the problem is, Ginny and Cheryl, they've never won a bastard show, but they're pretty sure that this is their year. Ah, okay. Both of their years. Yes. Well, Ginny says, Cheryl's the crafty one. I tell her my ideas, and she does all the sewing, the glitter, the cutting. Oh, that's cool. She knows the measurements, you know. So that's kind of like Ginny's role. She's like, I'm just about colors and glitz, and kind of like the idea person. Right. And then she, she basically just makes sure I'll do all the fucking work. Right. You um, want to hang out with us? Yeah. You got to do the fucking work, Cheryl. Yeah. Well, Ginny says something very interesting. She says, the more stuff you have on the table, the more glitz it attracts the judges um, unless it was like the ocean one last year with all the garbage piled on it like that. Well, we see this table monstrosity of a table. It was Bonnie, the float tankers. Uh-uh. And she made a political statement and uh, just pulled all this trash from the beach ugh. and put it on her table. Ah. And Ginny's like, Emily Post would never approve of that. Nobody wants a political statement at set. Yeah, well, and it, they're like, it's, it was beautiful, disturbing, and a sandcastle of trash. Yeah. You know? But you can't eat trash. No, Chris, <laughs> you can't. That's what they're upset about. That though. is crazy. They're like, there's a time for art. Right. There's a time to respect right. tablescaping. Yeah. Okay. Fucking don't be making no fucking political statements well, over here. Hillary's going to weigh in on her political statement. She says, you know, last year's category was in the sand. So it made sense for me to, to go out on the beach and look for actual trash. Here's, here's some heroin needles. Exactly. Here's, she said I was making a statement, mm-hmm. you know, and giving people AIDS <laughs> accidentally. But she's like, I'm never going to win best in show. She's yeah. like, my stuff's too weird. 
Oh, I mean, that's cool, though. She said, I struck a chord last year with uh, in my in the sand piece, uh, but I'm building on it this year and going next level. And I am doing international travel and Africa. And I will be incorporating bones into my table setting. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, ting, la, la, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bing. Uh, she even quotes Michelangelo and says, how do you build a beautiful sculpture? And his answer was, the sculpture is within the marble. I just chip away at it and reveal what's within. Mm-hmm. So then she says, bullets, bones, death, and destruction. That's uh. what my table wanted to be this oh. year. The table wanted to, to be, be something, something because yeah. she went in the flow tank. The, this is my blood table. Yes. Oh, trust me on the blood. You're gonna, There will be blood. <laughs> there will be blood. Yes. So anyway... Um, she pulls, she shows her table that she's working on and right away you kind of see this taxidermied cat on the table. Cool. <laughs> cool. She's like Africa cats, you know, I, uh-huh. I figured my taxidermied cat would make uh-huh. her way onto its table. Uh-huh. That's pleasant. She says, I also collect taxidermy. She's really going thrift store on this one. This is, they ain't cheap, man. Taxidermy cats. I know, but that sounds, sounds like something she just has in her garage. Oh, no, no. In her house. Okay, well, same, we'll get to it. She's difference. like, I've got Bob over this here. He lives in a garage, trust me. No, it's a nice house. <laughs> okay, okay. She's like, I got Bob over here. He's your basic Bobcat. Um, and then she goes under a living room and she's like, here's my Wiley Coyote. And then she's like, I got a whole freeze dried chipmunk section over here. This is like dinner for schmucks. I haven't, with seen it. I haven't seen it. He makes a bunch of taxidermy mice and brings it to a fucking thing. All and right, then go. he goes, here's a Mother's Day gift I got. It's a mother and a child weasel. Ah. Um, you know, she says, I don't understand why people find taxidermy off-putting. Because um, you're eating next to the dead thing. You're incorporating <laughs> a dead thing with food. Right. That's why. Right. That's what it is. Well, but Dave, she says all of her taxidermy is ethically sourced and... You know, ethically sourced. Does that uh-huh. mean that like the people who perform the taxidermy, they're not, not Chinese. They're not Chinese. <laughs> well, yeah, good. Yeah. I'm glad. So anyway, she pulls out an article from a previous contest from the Orange County Register. And she's like, here um, is when I got first place for using the freeze dried mice on my table. Mm. Uh, and apparently that made people lose their minds. Mm hmm. Well, you see these... Always a fan favorite. (laughs) You see these mice drinking out of, like, champagne glasses? Uh Uh-huh. And, of course, we get the the ladies to weigh in, and they were like, oh, my God, that was the most horrible thing ever. I don't like rats. I don't like mice. And she was like, well, it was... Hillary's like, it was New Year's Eve, you know? And in the scenario in my head, there were all these mice dressed up as little outfits, and they were drinking champagne and having a great time. She goes, my monkey made it on that table, too. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, he, he was at the top of the champagne fountain and people lost their minds. Oh, no. So My monkey. Uh, the girls, the rest of them, they're like, I'm not a huge fan of that gal that did her dead animals on the table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, yeah she's bring, putting a bad name on the sport. Yeah. She's bringing a bad smell to table setting. People call her creepy. People say, look, yeah. don't she's, put the napkin. She's nap- a crazy cat lady. Don't literally. put the napkin on top of the soup bowl, but you can have a mouse on your coffee cup? Uh-uh. Right. Well, next we meet Hillary's right. husband, and guess what? He pretty much wants to kill himself. Oh, okay, no. so he's an art dealer, and uh, he says, "Hey, did you tell him about what happened to those mice?" Uh, and she says, 
he's that's my husband. He's used to dealing with creative minds. And she says, mm. Well, the mice did start to decompose. Oh. And insects came out of them. <laughs> and they dissolved oh. they dissolved into a poo of goo. Pool <laughs> of glue, goo. No, no, but this is like well after the event, I'm no. assuming. No. Oh <laughs> no. Not. No. Well, Hillary says they were gonna be snake food anyway. No, 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 no. If it was a mouse, wouldn't you want to be, you know, no, go like, out on a table setting? It's just the, just the sight of maggots going all over your chart. It's hot like, out in that summer sun at the fair, bro. Uh, well, we're going to go look at her table in progress. She's got like five taxidermied animals on there at this point. Yeah. So she's got an ivory tusk on there. Keep in mind, it's a safari thing, and she's going against poachers and whatnot. Right. She says, I could smear some blood on there. Maybe a little blood isn't a bad thing. This is my period blood. Oh, I mean, well, it's funny that you mentioned that because she says, I went to Michael's and I couldn't find blood anywhere. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, maybe you don't go looking for blood at Michael's. Well, no, I mean, Michael's actually should be a good place to buy blood. To buy, oh, fake blood. Fake blood. Yeah. Well, but you wanted real blood? I mean, I would assume that she would go for real blood if she could you gotta go get behind it the fucking. You have to go behind the, the, the KFC near the dumpster. Yep. Find another This is not rat. a Wendy's, sir. This is find another rat. And then, uh, you know, behead the rat and then use that the rat blood. Well, her whole point is, look, your piece needs to tell a story. It, it's a dialogue with you and the artist, okay? If it doesn't get people to think, what's the point of doing it, okay? Right. She takes this very seriously. I guess having fun is the, the point for doing it. Yeah. Well, so if this is fun for her, I mean. Here's the really... thing. Bonnie's going to be her competition this year. Yeah. Because... Well, they're both doing international travel, but they're both doing Africa themes. Wow. So Bonnie's a little bit more traditional. She's uh, hand painting a zebra skin t uh, tablecloth. Oh, ooh. Mm -hmm. She said this instantly feels like Africa to yeah, me. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. that. Um, and then, you know, she says, uh, Hillary in says. Africa. Play, have Weezer playing in the background? Well, she says. when Because I think they of, did a version of it recently. I, when I think of Africa, I think of Disneyland. Well, they intercut between her and Bonnie, and they do this very well. And Hillary says, uh, if you've ever been on the Disney jungle boat, you can see the animals take revenge against the poachers. Not that I'm copying Disney. Well, because we start to see her... Copying Disney? No, oh. the opposite. <laughs> She's got bullets on here. A oh. monkey's holding a gun. Cool. You, you know what I mean? It's a real gun, though. Yeah. Oh. And there's real live ammunition on it. Uh, Blood everywhere. Um, it's unsafe. Bones. She's literally, she went to the Costco and got a, uh, one of those $6 chickens uh -oh. and just started ripping the bones out, oh, okay. putting them on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bonnie's a little. I bit can see why the maggots are starting to come into yeah, play now. Yeah, Bonnie's a little bit more traditional. You know, mm -hmm. she's like, you know, you can obviously the she uses regular paint instead of blood. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, obviously, you can see this gentleman's got a pipe, which he will smoke after dinner. The woman here has her uh, kid gloves, and then Hillary's on the other side, and she's like, the ivory clearly represents poaching, yeah. as you can see yes, here. Yes, yes. And then Bonnie's yes. like, you know. We're not at a hotel somewhere. This is after a big safari. I will be using some fake insects. I would never put any real insects on my table. Right. I'm not going to scare anybody. Put a snake down. Then they cut to Hillary, and she's like, we got snakes. <laughs> <laughs> she's throwing a snake on her table. You get a snake. Uh, it was, so that was really fun how, the, how they just did that intercut between these yeah. two. Yeah. 
so, you know, Pawnee's whole thing is, I always look at my table and say, is this table appropriate? You know, you got to think about things here. You know, um, y- you just can't just put a gun on a table. Well, right. of course, Hillary does the opposite. Like I, I said, fucking put a gun on the table. Not only that, but she arms the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And Hillary's like, look, obviously, I know a pistol isn't going to take down an elephant, but it gets the point across. Okay. Yeah. It gets the point across. And Bonnie's like, I just don't want to give, like, have somebody see my table and then feel like I'm giving them a downer. Mm. You know? And Hillary's like, look, I know my table's going to piss a lot of people off. And she's like, that's the whole point. Um, you know, I don't think there's anybody that's in support of ivory poaching. By the way, these are actual casings from my AR-15. Jesus Christ. So. I'm kind of impressed that she knows that much about guns, though. Me too. Bonnie well, says, she is from OC. So. Yeah, Bonnie says anything that looks like a weapon, it's taboo. You know, real or fake or not. I think you could get disqualified if you did that. So anyway, Ginny, they even weigh in. They go, even if we were to do a cowboy thing, we would have to put an empty holster on the table and not a weapon. It would just be a suggestion. Right. So Bonnie explains, look, I've been marked down in the past for doing inappropriate things. So that's why I pay attention to these tiny points. She's just a rebel. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's no hidden secret to Bonnie and everybody else. Everybody goes farm heavy at the fair to sway the judge's choices. Interesting. Uh-huh. They're all these gals are like farm things. Blah. Yeah. Always country things. Bales of hay. Yeah, I mean, that's what these fairs, I mean, that's what they are. Yeah. Well, guess who went with the barn theme this year? Um, The mommy and her daughter. Nope. Lighted up crystal. Oh, big fucking yep. big titty crystal. She, yeah, big titty crystal's going in for the barn theme. Oh, yeah. So because she needs help, luckily she has a mother that owns her own theater because she used to be an actress back in the 40s, did a movie with Zorro, okay? And she's got her own theater. So she goes into the theater shop and basically puts everybody there to work on helping her craft her table. Yeah. We also learn that Crystal had previously taken Best in Show for a farm table theme the previous year. Ah. And as we know, a lot of these chicks, they don't like that. They don't like the, th- the farm. It's, too, it's a hack. It's hack, and, and it's, it's pandering hack. to the judges because you're at the fair, yeah. and it's a farm already. Right. You know, Crystal says our styles are different, and it just wasn't my personal favorite. You know, and Hillary, you know, she's the one that's the most constructive. She says it's pandering. Yeah, okay. Pandering. They're trying to dovetail to whatever the theme of the fair that is. Well, and this year's fair theme is Africa. A- <laughs> acre, no, it's acres of fun. Ah, uh, you ooh, know, fat Africans. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> salt pigs. So Crystal <laughs> says, you know, they've got a cow running through ice cream cones. I'm going to go with cows and pigs. Well, Hillary says, <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems like a Friday night for days. <laughs> Hillary says so of course these people they'll make a table completely covered with pigs and pig paraphernalia yeah yeah ooh pig paraphernalia I I guarantee you these ladies don't know what a salt pig is (laughs) because I'm gonna have dancing pigs on the roof Um, you know uh, it's so hard as I get closer I get sick to my stomach because I want the judges to like it as much as I do it's like a bunch of dancing pigs at the Super Bowl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dave, I recall you asking me how much money 
is involved in all of this. Yes, and I recall you saying in the earlier zero. Well, zero for the prize money. Aha! But there there can be some cost when it comes to creating this stuff. Oh. Well, they ask Hillary, you know, she's... Well, yeah, of course, of course. They say, you know, uh, you know, what'd you spend? And she goes, well, if my husband's going to say, see this, I'm going to say it was 100 bucks. Oh, no. Well, Crystal said, you know, I spent maybe 300. That's not oh, bad. Oh, okay. It's okay, not bad. Okay. Especially since I have all the help behind me, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing. You're spending $300 on more fucking plates and more fucking, like, more of the same shit you already have over and over again. Well, Crystal and Marie, they have 22 plus years experience. She said one time mom couldn't find gold butter spreaders anywhere. Ooh. So she went to a manufacturing company and had them dip the silver butters spreaders yeah. into gold paint yeah 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 and, or not gold paint actual like, gold like yeah gold dip it um and, plate it plate yeah it, and Mar plate. marie admits yeah i spent a thousand but yeah. i got first place that year well yeah less is in the background going a thousand dollars is way too much money to spend on a table and i don't think they really spent that yeah they spent <laughs> more way more probably. yeah she goes it was way over more than a thousand well, one random woman. Because this, because this, okay, like again, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm in sort of in this industry, yeah. Even though I didn't know what a charger was, yeah, but I remember now. But, um, yeah, this stuff, like the stuff that we sell, gets fucking expensive. We're talking, you know, sixty bucks for four cups. Uh huh. Or, that's IKEA going right? No, it's. I mean, that's. Are you kidding? I, I guess cheap I, as shit. I guess that's not that cheap actually. Sixty bucks for four. Fifteen bucks cups. a cup. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. expensive, actually. Okay. All right. Anyway, you're right, but you're yeah. Right. yeah, and then it's you know then it's one hundred twenty-five bucks for four plates, and you can't just buy one of these things. You have to buy four of them. You need exactly. A whole, so is it a set of four? Is that what it is? There's only two place settings on these tables. Oh, okay. so it's just like two people eating. But then that's another thing too. Is like yeah, like it's hard to just buy one or two of these things. You have yeah. to buy these sets. Yeah. Well, anyway, this one woman says, yeah, one year I did 1200 for a chandelier, uh, 1800 a plate oh, setting. Uh, my candelabra was two grand, plates, chargers, everything else was the thou. And then, I mean, if you're rich and it's a hobby, I mean, yeah. who cares? One woman end? says I but spent it's, six it's grand. Stupid. Yeah. Sure. But it, I mean, in the end, I mean, of course, less. He's like, spent all this money for a 50 cent ribbon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that all you get? That's the problem. There's yeah. no return on investment on this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's really just for the love of it. Yep. But then you're realizing these people have more of a sickness than a love for it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But Tim says the most I've ever spent was 500 Okay. And he said that was when I was, you know, flush. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't have to pay rent at the time. Oh. You know, I was living at home with my parents. Yeah. Well, it's two months until competition, and Tim is short on cash. So he's come up with an idea to come up with some cash. And if you're a cosplayer, what are you going to do? CK that shit. No. <laughs> no? no he's CK not going to whip out his dick. Oh, okay. But if you're a cosplayer, what right. are you going to do? Well, uh, the PC answer, like the, yeah. the good answer, I guess would maybe start doing some fairs or children's. You go to parties. The you you put all your eggs in one basket. Okay. You pull out your best costume yeah. and you enter a comedy or a, like a, a co contest. Contest, like yeah. a cosplay, cosplay contest. Cosplay contest. Yeah, but so dust off that cummy costume. <laughs> that one that stinks. So he, he, we see him and he's in a white suit, uh, he, with coattails, a huge purple bow tie, red makeup on his face, white top hat, bright red beard spiky turtle shell on his back does this remind you of anything a like, gold tail 
And so there's like some Super Mario shit. Very, I think so. Now uh, you're gonna uh, you all let, when we get there, you'll be able to tell me. Anyway, okay. Comic Con Ontario, yeah, yep. grand prize, five hundred bucks. Uh oh, mm-hmm. he ain't winning that shit. Well, he says garbage. you got to remember uh, a costume contest is pretty much like a table setting competition. They're judging on presentation. Uh, what did you build? How did you create it? Yeah. Both competitions look at that just in different ways. Right. So um, the female judges took a look at his shell and they're like, wow, how did you get that so circular? Wow. And he's like, well, I took an exercise ball and covered half of it. Well, give me a drum roll because you're about to find out who wins this contest. Coming to the stage, Bowser, Mario, Odyssey, mashup, everybody. Wow, that's he, pretty cool. That's what he was, a Bowser, Mario mashup. Yeah, but I fucked it up. He didn't win. That was just him coming out. So what is okay. a Bowser, Mario mashup? Well, Bar- Bowser is King Koopa. Who? King Koopa is like the main enemy in in, in uh, Mario Brothers. Oh, the big, okay. The big dragon slash turtle gotcha. slash whatever he is. Gotcha. And then that's his name is Bowser or King Koopa. Got it. Well, and then that... Mario is is probably Fire Mario with the red hair and the red yeah and the white. Well, his costume was great, but the bad news is he lost out to Punisher War Machine. So he got second. Uh, I don't know. They oh. I don't think there's a second in this. Oh, one. Oh, it's just first place. When yeah. take, when to take all? I see. Punisher War Machine. He looked like a predator, dude. You know. It looked like a full Star Wars type costume. Okay. So Predator War Machine. I don't know. So it's probably Punisher a mixed, War Machine. Punisher War Machine. So he's yeah. probably like a version. He look almost looked like Iron Man. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Anyway, Tim says, without the 500, I don't know how I'm going to be able to finish my table. And I'm down another 200 for going <laughs> to fucking Comic Con. For going to Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they showed him. He was looking at booths. He's like, I really want that thing. But he's like, I well, gotta, he's looking at booths. You know, the Comic Con. He's going around yeah, booths yeah, at bo- Comic Con. He's looking at what and saying, I really I want know, that. Oh, just crap, some trinkets and <laughs> shit, some, nerds, some stuff. pop, yeah, some pop. He's like, shit. I really want that. But let me go see how I do in the competition yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, let's check in on Janet. Okay, Janet's in her driveway. Remember, she's Janet. No, <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> Janet's the Asian girl. Oh, okay, she's the one with Ron. Uh, she's the one that's doing the chandelier. Okay. Well, she's turned her whole driveway into like a carpentry, uh, you know, yeah. studio. It looks like a competition for a carpentry. Yeah. Her brother's out there helping. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Chicken butt. No, he looks like he wants to kill, kill himself. himself. <laughs> There's a pile of lumber out there. <laughs> Jan says it has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect because as the judges will look at it and see it's not perfect. I'm not going to win. She's got blueprints that she's created. Wow. All right. It's very... Asian of her to do that. Yeah. Well, we meet Sam, the uh, the brother, and he says, the first time Janet told me she was going to do this, I said, you got way too much time on your hands, Janet. And, you know, there's some, like, sibling rivalry, and, you know, Ron and uh, Sam say Janet's a micromanager, and, you know, she's like, you're, you better d- double-check that measurement. Please, please, you know. She's, like, about ready to have a panic attack, and it's very right. uncomfortable watching this. Well, Sam... Uh, he's the guy that, you know, is helping her out. And he says, when we were growing up and going to parties, she would bust out 12 rolls of film and take pictures of everything. So she's assigned uh, Ron. His job is to take pictures of everything. Uh And he's not allowed to miss a step. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know. So afterwards... Sounds like some shit that I used to do for my ex-girlfriend. Ron's in the driveway, taking pictures, shooting different angles. And Mm. then he goes up to Janet and he says... Uh, here we go. I got 614. Is that oh, enough? And she's like, God. of course I look fat in that one. 
God. <laughs> Ron, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> 36 years of it. Well, it's time to learn how the judging works. Okay. Okay. The judging for the competition is based on a 100-point system. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they, uh, they score on appropriateness of theme, wow factor, mm -hmm. creativity, and originality, and then correctness on the play setting. Do these guys get like rulers out and yes? Okay, everything's measured. The judges like, do this the, as the, well like, as them. The, like the charger can't be yes. more than eight inches from mm -hmm. the highball. Yep. Okay. Now you also have to have a menu on your table that matches the table setting. Well, last year Janet got dinged because she put out a spoon and a fork for dessert, but her menu read. <gasps> Something that would need a fork and not the spoon. Whoa. She brought her down so much she lost the competition. Wow, that mm -hmm. is some intense yep. shit. I love it though. That's well, that's that's attention to detail. Let's check in on Hillary because she's working on her menu in the garage. She says originally I was gonna do my menu in blood. <laughs> of course you did. Uh-huh. So she's thinking maybe I'm gonna do elephant nuggets, rhino horn stew, gorilla cheese sandwich. Mm -hmm. Um, and Bonnie, she's going to be serving wild mushroom soup. Mm. Well, here's the thing. She's got a vintage soup bowl, mm -hmm. but it's got, uh, t uh, uh, like two handles on it. Yeah. And she cannot figure out if it's a soup bowl or a consomme bowl. Uh. And she does, she can't afford to get docked on points. So guess what she does? Goes to the internet. No, that's the first place you go. But when you can't figure it out. You ask a you ask a uh, a colleague. You go to Pawn Stars. Oh, but when you can't go to Pawn Stars, okay. you go to an antique dealer. Okay, so antique we, we sure. see her go to an antique dealer. Cool. And he's like, "Oh yeah, this is Crooksville, China, uh, about uh, circa 1920, which is you know period specific. Uh, if somebody were to use it in Africa, you know, they of course would have brought that with them a hundred years ago. Don't forget, soup was very different from what we think of it today. It was mm. thinner." by consomme, not so many thick soups that we have today. I think saying wild mushroom soup would probably be okay. Mm. Bonnie says, are you, are you saying sure? <laughs> that this could go either way oh, as no. a soup? And he goes, I think it could. Mm. And, he, and she says, well, you know, if he didn't know for sure, there's no way these judges are going to know for right. sure. So I'm sticking with my like mushroom it. soup bowl. I like it. And then she's walking in the store and she makes a turn and just takes out a fucking wing of shit off the wall. And then she has to pay for it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? Yeah, she, she knocks some shit. Some shit off the wall. Her purse runs yeah. into some shit. And yeah. This woman comes down and she's like, Yeah, you broke it. You bought it. Oh, what so like, do you think it was staged? No, absolutely not. No, it looks no, real. No. Okay. They didn't need to stage this. Well, it's woman already that, too damn exciting as it yeah. is, Dave. Well, a woman that works with China fucked up some fucking like antique shit. Uh, okay. I wouldn't have paid for it. But she did be like, um, it's pretty tight quarters here. And, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, big news. The water babies. Water babes. Yep. Ginny uh, and Cheryl. They're going to do a pre-reveal party of their table for the water babes oh. before they go to the show. Please tell me there's one of them that somebody's going to be a spy. Yeah, of course. Well, it's Marrakesh table time, Dave. So yeah. they're at the house. The garage door opens up. We see a rectangular table. It's got an orange tablecloth, rainbow curtains, black and gold background, black and red centerpiece, red napkins, turquoise dishes. And then all of a sudden we look to the left and there's an older man 
sitting next to it, pounding on a drum. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. Okay, I thought you were gonna say he was just doing the Louis C.K. thing. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, because you all, made a motion there that looked a little odd. All for a the women are like, "Oh my god, this is so beautiful!" <laughs> just like shit like that. All right, so pretty close. Yeah. That's the sound that's going on, yeah. and then out of nowhere, <laughs> we, yeah, we see a half naked man in a Moroccan outfit. <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a scarf no. on him. And then these women went all out for the reveal. And then one of the women from the aerobics class goes, That's our pool boy. Oh God. <laughs> Let me guess. White devil, white devil. Pretty much. Pretty much. One woman goes, I was excited to see the table, and now I get to see a show too. Oh boy. Bunch of now they're wet. Yes, now they're definitely wet. Yeah. So Ginny, she goes, all the ladies like to look at naked men. Okay. One of them goes, he's making eye contact at me. Oh, my God. She, he wasn't, by the way. No. Nah. Yeah. And he's Ginny, dead behind the eyes because he wants to. Yeah. He's in. He's there for a himself. paycheck. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Ginny says, I haven't seen a man shake his hips like that since I was down at uh, Thunder Down Under in Vegas mm. and saw that male review. It's her favorite song. Yeah. And then, well, I don't know, show. but she's specific because she says they grease those bodies down. Let me tell you, mm. they strip down to G strings mm. and they glisten. Mm. They actually pulled me on stage and they had the guy sit on my lap whack and i was whacking him on the butt cheeks mm -hmm. uh and then i put my hands down his pants mm -hmm. and it was pretty fun wow so she <laughs> she's <laughs> having a good time yeah jerking it guys was off pretty is always fun. fun i put my hands down his pants it was great i've been 55 times whoa who goes to Australian Down Under 55 times well i guess a girl that gets to put her hand down put, a guy's yeah. pants i put my hand down his pants it reminded me of that guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, Milhouse. No. Oh, I mean, uh, Ralphie. I put my hand down. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie. Yeah. So the male dancer. Ralphie looks like he can be a pretty good table setter. The male dancer says, I haven't danced uh, to accompany a showcase piece like this before. Usually the tables I dance at are at restaurants. Ah. So he's now a stripper, right? Oh, uh, yes. I'm guessing that's code. I don't know. Well, Jitty goes, I said I wanted some Alibaba guy. And you look like Alibaba. Um, they think that I'm a quiet old woman, but I can get pretty frisky. Oh, so so the, when they're talking about Africa, they don't even want like black African. They want like northern African. Yeah, but they're in Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, but she looks at him and says, so you live around here? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I live in Orange County. Yeah. Uh, Laguna Niguel. What street? And she's like, oh, you got lucky. Uh, I wasn't trying to flirt, but yeah. now that my hands are down in your pants. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The male dancer fun. says American dancers, they often do it from the chest up. You got to understand overseas. They do it from the waist down. So that what they have their shirts on and speedos. She's like, oh, that's so fascinating. Uh, I can't get over how wonderful all of his movements are. Right. I mean, these women are just like, apparently they've never seen a half naked guy before. So let's check up out of Tim. Okay. Tim's heading up to Ventura to see his mom. Tim sounds like he also would like to have his hands. This would have been, Tim would have loved this party. Yeah. yeah. So he says, all I do is look for a job mm -hmm. and paper mache. <laughs> okay. And sometimes, cool. and sometimes I go to Disneyland because a friend of mine bought me an annual pass. So I have that to keep me from being completely and utterly depressed 100% of the wow. time. Wow. By the way, can you actually go into Disneyland if you have one of those passes? 
and not spend any money? Is it possible? Sure. I mean, if you don't buy anything. Okay. So but yeah, you can go in and, and uh, unless uh, you have no, to also parking. have a, a parking pad, but they have a parking one that you can pay for also. So theoretically, yes, you could go in without spending a dime and not buy any food or anything and not spend anything. Well, Tim's going through all of his mom's uh, older stuff because he has zero money. Right. Um, so his mom's awesome. Bound She's- to the pawn shop. <laughs> Tim's mom said, look, he didn't fit the mold. All right. He was on the girls color guard team. Oh, right? you can't label him. But then he started getting. He's a flag with- twirler. <laughs> then he started getting involved with drugs in high school. Yeah. But he was already involved in table setting in high school. Poppers. <laughs> so he, he also took an extra two years to graduate high school. <laughs> I mean, come on. This guy just wants a party. So he was been ribbon obsessed his, his uh, entire life. So here's the thing. They start going through all of his old things mm-hmm. and because he, he wants to see the ribbons. Because, you know, documentary film crews yeah, following yeah, around yeah. by table setting. You got to prove your shit. Well, they open up one of his old boxes. The rats got to the ribbons. <gasps> no. And they just ate through everything. Was it, what's her name's rats? Uh, <laughs> the text <laughs> Hillary's rats. No. And then he pulls up this orange pastel cloth. And he's like, Mom, I really wanted to use this, but the rats got to it. It would have been perfect for my Dr. Seuss table. Aw. She's like, I'm sorry. I had no idea. And she's like, God, I hope he wins because he really needs this right now. Yeah. And then she basically says, you know, you all can always come back to home to live with me. And, you know, even if you're struggling financially, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah. And she says, you know, I told him to go back to work at Starbucks. And uh, he's like, Mom, it's Borders. Uh, <laughs> so, and it was 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's, he's out of a job now already. Pretty much. So anyway, uh, he's got to come up with a way to do these balloons for his... Uh, what do you call it? Is uh, it's like facade, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. They're like just the facade uh, you know, wall. The, yeah, the back, the but, background, whatever. Right, but he says I can't afford water balloons; they're too expensive. What exactly? Aren't they like a dollar for like five hundred? I don't know, but I mean, I don't understand how they could be too expensive. Like it's still well, I don't know. Good thing is, he says I got some free condoms, <laughs> but they're really hard to blow up. What the fuck, dude? This guy's this guy. I feel like this is like making it like a thing now. It's like, oh, this is how you do set on a budget. Like, and it's like Maybe. condoms. Come on. Well, anyway, he gets the rubbers out, washes them. Uh, I guess to get the. He's had them off. since high school. Also, <laughs> his mother gave them to him. She's like, you might need these one day. And he's like, I never needed them. <laughs> so anyway, he washes the rubbers. Okay, dries them. And he says, they're so hard to blow in, blow up. Yeah. So we obviously. see him struggle blowing up the rubbers and his mom's just sitting there looking at him. <clears throat> and then he starts paper macheing the blown up condoms. Uh-huh. And she says, if he can get this best in show, I know it'll lift him up. Oh, I see what you mean by he has to make the book. So he's got him. So he's making the balloon the inside and he's paper macheing yeah, yeah, outside yeah. of it yeah. to make it, to give it some cool colors. Yeah. Wow. Pastel colored because it's Dr. Seuss's book. Anyway, it's time to go check in on Marie and Crystal out in Rancho Cucamonga. So fun. Yeah. Well, of course, Marie is panicking because Crystal left everything to the last minute. Okay. And she's super frustrated. And um, Marie finds the perfect cloth and says, Crystal, you got to get this cloth. 
And Crystal's like, oh, um, they're quoting like six to eight weeks on shipping. And they were like, we should have done this a long time ago. Yeah. Why are we doing everything at the last minute? Well, Crystal's like, don't worry. We have an amazing menu. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a small world. We're doing our menu. It's going to be international. And here's our menu. We're going to have French fries uh-huh. from France. <gasps> wow. Which is incorrect. Smart. It's incorrect. Smart. I know. They're from where? America. Belgium. Oh, are they? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. And then she's like, and then of course we're going to have German chocolate cake from where? Paris. No. <laughs> My favorite city. She says Germany. Germany. It's incorrect. It is an American recipe made uh, by Samuel German. I will thank our down on the docks research staff for that. You, yeah. And then she says, and of course we'll have chili dogs with cheese. Well, I think from Mexico. That's exactly what she says. <laughs> she says chili dogs are sort of a Mexican thing. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. Oh. They just yeah. So that's and then so she bad. goes, but here's the thing: we're gonna have chili um, with uh, an e, like the country chili. Oh. It's a play on chili with an i. Chile. Yeah. So they look over at Les. Wait a minute, Chile has an eye? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, this, the country doesn't. No, that's they're changing yeah, yeah, it to yeah, the yeah, E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we look Chile. over at, at, at Les, who wants to kill himself, because he just wants to eat fucking lunch. Yeah. And he wants one of these chili dogs. Yeah, give me that fucking chili dog. He's like, I don't care where it's from. Just let me eat lunch, for Christ's sake. So they think they've got a shot at best in show. Now, when I'm watching this, I'm like, this is the most garbage table out of all of them really? so far. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is, it just worst. looks, it just looks bad. Like what about it? looks It bad? just looks cheap and you know, yeah. not creative. It looks like a, a, thrown together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's go to crystal's house, Kay. you know, with light it up. Got it. Well, she is having last minute concerns. Can't decide what to put where and Rich, her husband, who looks like he wants to commit suicide, he says, we got to get on the road or you're going to be late. Well, they rented a van. So uh, Crystal's going to drive. Dave has to hold it in place in the van. That's his job. <laughs> For seven hours. Not so <clears throat> then we're going to check in on Bonnie. Okay. So Bonnie didn't sleep. Um, she's super stressed. Or, uh, and, you know, she's worried that yeah. she's just going to get there just in time before they open. Right. Well, Hillary's packing up all her dead animals. She puts the monkey in the front seat. Puts a little safety belt on him. Pretty much. And then she's like, okay. Oh, we got to put the gun away right now. We'll put it in the back. <laughs> put it in the lockbox. She goes, you're sitting up front, Mr. Monkey with Mama. Uh, We're going to kick ass today. I thought he'd have a better name than Mr. Monkey. Apparently not. Uh, and then she puts the dead cat in the front seat of her husband's car. So she's like, this will give my husband somebody to talk to. So you go sit with daddy and let's boogaloo. Hey, rather talk to the dead cats than her. <laughs> rather to talk to the dead cats. Probably. <clears throat> Was that, is that something you'd ever think about doing taxidermy when you were a kid no. again? If Fuck, mom, no. you would have never taxidermy no. mom. <laughs> no. That's just creepy. <clears throat> okay. I okay. agree. So... It's time to get to the fairgrounds. People are showing up. And, um, you know, Janet's there. She got there two hours early. Um, so she's, you know, setting up. She's in good shape. And Marie, same thing. Um, but here's the thing. They don't allow 
two people to work on a this. table at the same time. Mm. So Marie and Crystal, they're a team. Right. But Marie but has to wait outside mm. in the lobby. Yeah. And then so you can't even be like in the area, like directing them. You or? can until uh. you get caught, which is what both of these girls do. Oh, they just okay. do it until somebody so catches like, up. Oh, okay. So of course we see Hillary setting setting up. And Bonnie walks by and she's like, "Oh my god, is that a stuffed monkey?" Okay, hold on now. But yeah. before we get into this, yeah. As of right now, yeah. Before you've seen anything, yeah. Just by looking at what the people have done yeah. in the past and what they're currently doing, yeah. Your prediction at this point of the stage is who do you think is going to win? I think in, Hillary in this, is going to win. Uh-huh. Um, or should win because... And what is she, what's her theme again? Um, the safari the saf- with the bullets with and the, the blood. Oh, and really? And anti-poaching. It's that good? I thought it was awesome. Wow. So yeah. it was like, it wasn't just thrown together. It was like, it was succinct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super dope. Oh, okay. okay, And then I'm also thinking uh, Tim's got an outside shot with It's a Small World because of the simplicity of design. Okay. But I think Bonnie is also a serious favorite for her out of Africa thing table. The mushroom, wild mushroom. I hate Crystal's lighted up farm table display. Okay. Because I bought into it. You can't pander to the judges. Right. I thought Janet's fucking chandelier thing was a goddamn mess. Okay. All right. And then Small World, I could not stand. It looked cheap. It looked fake. And then who am I forgetting? I think we got everybody. The, yeah, mother and daughter. Yeah, Small World. It's garbage. Oh, okay, okay. And of cool. course, you know, they blew it with their menu. So anyway. Yeah. Um, so you could tell there's a little tension when Bonnie shows up because she's the outsider. You know what I mean? So they play this really tense music as they're setting everything up. And you can tell these women are just, they're just emotional wrecks. Right. And then we find out from Tim, things have gotten a lot worse. He's on food stamps now, bro. Oh, no. Yeah. So he, of course, pulled an all-nighter, ended up spending $150, couldn't, uh, didn't bring his iron, you know? He's pissed off about that. And, you know, he's sweating like a pig. Yeah. And he's just uncomfortable. He's like, I don't have an iron here. I guess I'm just fucked. Ginny and Cheryl, they got their tape measures out. They're fucking doing their thing, measuring, remeasuring. And then we, we understand that there's a fair worker that's in charge and they oversee and they watch everybody. Right. And there's guidelines and Bonnie gets busted <gasps> because what? she's talking to Tim. <gasps> no. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just talking about normal everyday stuff. And the judge is like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm talking to Tim about our glasses. She's like, well, yeah, but you have to understand, people need to concentrate. Oh, do they? And Bonnie's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does he get, so what happens? Bonnie says, I'm never coming back and doing this oh, again. Okay. I'm she pissed. She doesn't get like reprimanded. No. She doesn't like get like kicked out. She's De- worried about it though. DQ'd. She's worried about it. Like the judges are going to take it into account. Yeah. She's totally worried about that. What city is this one in? Orange County Fair. Okay, I guess so it would be Orange off County the 55. So yeah, where is yeah. that? That's like, that's like, um, it is, it's close to like Irvine. Close to Mesa. Close to Mesa, yeah. Newport yeah. Beach. Well, here's the thing. Janet's setting up her table. Remember the, the yeah. chandelier yeah. and the it, taste of Italy? She drops a drops a bottle of wine and shatters. Oh, mm-hmm. DQ'd? No, she still has enough time to send out Ron to get another one. Yeah, and, and if he's smart, he drank one while he was there, yeah, just yeah. to get through this shit. <laughs> right, and then drove drove off a cliff. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So anyway, Hillary finishes up really quick. She's like, Friday's opening day. And that's when I come back and check out everybody else's tables because, you know, they're not set up right now. And plus, I'm really not that interested. Yeah. You know? And then Tim gives us a breakdown of all of his Dollar Tree scores, stores. And uh, Bonnie's like, wow. Dollar, do, no, Dollar Tree scores. Yeah. Store scores. Dollar Tree store scores. Yeah. Bonnie's like, those aren't at my Dollar Tree. Yeah. So sure. Oh, he's like throwing some shade. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why you're broke all the time, Tim. Pretty you much. fucking lie about how much you spend on your stupid shit. Anyway, Tim had to go talk to Bonnie in the hallway about uh, the fair worker. And said, Bonnie, you got to calm down. You know, you got to focus on your table. It's not a big deal. You know? Yeah. Don't worry about this. Yeah. You know? And she's like... She already knows she's going to lose. She's like, all he's doing is talking to you, Tim. And, you know, he's like, I know. And I'm on your side. It's okay. I bet you this bitch was loud as fuck. They could have edited it. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. I think Bonnie got screwed on this. Fair enough. I really do. I think Bonnie got screwed on Some this. documentary bullshit. Okay, go on. Yeah. Well, Bonnie's whole thing is I was just saying hi. Yeah. And the fair worker's like, okay, okay. And Bonnie's like, well, what is this, first grade? You know? So let's check it out. It's a really out. stressful time for me. I can't believe you'll be talking to me in that tone. Let's check in on Crystal and Rich. They pull up in the van. Everything's pre-done. Everything's on this big tray. All they got to oh. do is carry it in. Oh, okay. They carry it in. Cheryl's or Crystal's super nervous. You know, Rich is like, I'll be right here if you need me. Because again, you can't go once you cross the line. Yeah. Can't go back over there and help somebody so out. So like could have one theoretically like nail, like I know nailing, but like let's say glue the everything to the, to the <laughs> table and just bring it like that if they could. That's what Crystal did. Oh. All she got to do is plug the damn thing in. Yeah. Get her measurements out at the end. Right. So anyway. It's crazy. Ron shows up in the nick of time with that bottle of wine for Janet. Wow. So, whew, I mean, we're cutting it close. Pinot down, Grigio. You know, she went with a noir. She went with a noir. Okay. So, anyway, now. Pinot Noir, caviar. Okay, go on. There's all of these people, every time they see Hillary's table, their jaws drop. They're just like, this is insane. She's got four, you know, three dead animals on here. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, a big, I mean, I want at least one dead animal on mine. The, the dead animal thing didn't bother me at all. So, you know, Bonnie says my biggest competition is going to be crystal though. I mean, her farm table, she's the, uh, two time reigning champion, wow. you know, but besides my table, hers is the best. This is like whoever wins last comic standing with the hackiest shit. <laughs> You're pretty funny. Let me tell you about this airplane ride I took and the food. Oh, well, they're getting ready to finish up and you get the announcement from the fair worker. You have 15 minutes, 15 minutes until forks down. Wow. Yep. So now they're all looking at their tables going, I'm walking away. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. But they can't walk away. It's so hard because once you walk Mm -hmm. away, that's it. It's called the walk away moment. They even call it that. And they're remeasuring. You know, the obsessive compulsive disorders yeah. are coming out. Yep, yep, yep. You know, um, it's stressful. It really is. I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is, One Chris. One woman says, you just don't know what the judges are looking for. One year you get dinged for too much glitter. The next year you throw extra glitter and you're getting dinged for more glitter. Janet says, how do you define too sparkly? Okay. Yeah. 
You know, one woman says, they said I missed a plate last year and I wasn't. Another one says, you didn't list any sandwich. Well, a lobster roll is technically a sandwich. Okay? Yeah, the judges are judges, mean to us. Huh, the judges don't know shit. They're really snarky. You know? I mean, for the, for the love of God, Pinot Grigio? Mm. Come on. Here's the thing. She just can't let that Pinot Grigio thing go. go. That's her Moby Dick. She just sees it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like a movie where like it's like a PTSD moment where you just can't get it. Now she just like she wakes up to like the spelling of G-R-I-O-G-I-O. Well, Tim has a nice point here. He says, guys, you got to remember that's their job. Their job is to say this is garbage. Yes. Okay. And by the way, they do show like five or six uh, tables that are crap. Yeah, they don't, they don't even hand a, hold a candle to these pros. Right. Okay. They're so just, yeah. Anyway, Tim says, "Go home. It's not worth it for you. It's not worth it for the rest of us either, because I don't want to hear your ass, bitch." Right. Yes. Time to toughen up. So there's a rumor that nobody knows who these judges are. It's a secret. It's a mystery. Hillary thinks they might be nuns. And oh, God. Cheryl says, I think they just pull random people off the street, to be honest. Yeah, see, this is this is what I would fear, dude. It's like some troll. It's like, I just fucking, they just put these things on every year just to piss these fuckers off. Well, it's time to meet these judges. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. Let's meet Diana and let's meet Kim. Diana I says. I like putting hands down people's pants. <laughs> Diana <laughs> says, we are the judges because we're well known in the catering industry. Oh, okay. Kim says, ever since 1975, we've been doing table setups, so 45 years now. Um, All right, fair enough. You're looking at twenty to 30,000 tables, Judge. Okay. Okay? D Diana says, if there's a, a degree in it, I'm sure we would have degrees in it. Right. Okay? But there isn't. There isn't. Yeah. Um, For a good reason. We, we've also, you're going to find out why. <laughs> we've done contests where we've been judged, worldwide contests. There was over 5,000 caterers. And we won first place, okay? A few years in a row. So we know what we're looking for. Yeah. And we know what the public wants. Yeah. All right. We are the judges. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. So Kim says, it's going to have to wow us. So then they start walking around the tables. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it only has to wow you for one category. Well, yeah, but you got A wow factor category. Right, but that's only 20% of the score. Yeah. Okay. It's got to wow you. It's got to... What else? Whatever else? You creativity. Gotta it's got to uh, appeal to their creativity. It's got to be uh, technically proficient. It's got to be proficient. So, yeah. And then <clears throat> one other fucking bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah. category. laughs> so I don't remember. Pretty much all of his bullshit. Like so, that. anyway, uh, Diana says, when it comes to the notes, I'm the most brutal, brutal, because I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> brutal. Yeah. She says, I really w uh, wouldn't want to say what the worst table I ever saw was. Yeah. And there are some. And it was a five year old. They're really plain. And I will fucking tell that five year old your shit was garbage. <laughs> so they walk around and they're yeah, So I'm already, I'm imagining what's the guy's name from uh, American, America's Got Talent? Oh, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Yeah. I'm talking about the Simon Cowell fucking. No, these are a couple of winos. Oh, okay. These ladies look rough. All right. They <laughs> okay. do look rough. Yeah. All right. So there's a little clerk that follows him around with a pushable cart okay. and a basket. Okay. And uh, like, uh, you know. The fuck boy? <laughs> it's a woman. Oh, okay. So she, Kim says, even if I can't find good with the table, I'll say like great use of hand stitched, you know. Yeah, you got to throw them a little chum. Have to. Keeps yeah. her coming back. Yep. 
So Diana says, creative use it of It keeps red. them from killing themselves. <laughs> Correct. It gives them something to live for. Yes. Um, she says, make sure the negative remark is always at the end. Yeah, the critique. So Ashley is the recorder, the clerk. She's recording everything they sit down, they say. Cool. So they don't have to write anything. There's somebody that just takes all the notes for them. Yeah. Tape so, Yeah. Sounds like so, a band competition already. Let's go. So, uh, Diana looks at Ashley and says, any help from you today? And Ashley says, you know, I can't do that. But sometimes my face will tell you a lot of things. <laughs> so then they start walking around. <laughs> so Here we go. Diana. Oh, my God. The napkin fold is adorable. Diana. Give me another uh, adjective besides adorable. Well, Kim pulls out a th thesaurus. Wow. Like <laughs> yep. an actual book? Yep. Wow. How about beautiful, dazzling, elegant, fancy, glamorous, handsome? Handsome. Handsome. We'll use the thesaurus. <laughs> we'll use the thesaurus to have more words to describe the table setting. Oh. So we don't get stuck using certain words. Oh. The lighting's adorable. The napkin's adorable. Yeah. And then what do they do? They use they use uh, the other word all, all the they time. Do, no, all they do is walk around. It's adorable. It's uh, adorable. It's okay. adorable. It's adorable. And then they go, it's really cute. Oh, my God, that's cute. Oh, so cute. <gasps> totally cute. Very, very cute. I hate words. They start with Janet's table. It's a little busy. It's right. a little busy. A lot of silverware for a small round table. So let's start with the menu. Okay. Autumn in the vineyard in Sicily. Prima el dolce? Mm. it's written in Italian, so it's kind of hard for us to say out loud. I know this is under six and a half feet tall because I'm 5'11". There's a height limit on tables. Oh. I forgot to talk about that. Kim says, it's adorable. Ah. Well, let's move on because we got a ton of tables. Well, they go check out Tim's table. Oh, the places you'll go. Mm -hmm. So, oh, this one is a send-off dinner for someone traveling for the first time. I like that he made original handmade props. If she knew they were made out of rubbers, she'd probably think twice. That's funny. So, Diana, totally cute menu. Yeah. That's really <laughs> cute. Cute. <laughs> well, Diana's got a problem. She says, the only thing I'm looking at is that I don't know if this is a whole napkin or if it's something placed on part of the napkin. Kim? It's not exactly a fold to me. It's kind of a design, I think. Is that a napkin? I'm not sure about it, but it's cute. Oh. This one's adorable. Well, next up is Marie and Crystal's Small World. Right. Kim's like, this is so cute. <laughs> Diana. Yeah. Keep in mind, these, these girls are judges. Yeah. It's a small world theme, which is totally adorable. <laughs> okay. Super, 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 cute. super cute. cute. Fuck me, dude. Super cute. Oh my God. Look at how cute this menu is. Georgia. Chili. Chili. Oh, yeah. Chili spoiled with an E. They totally missed that. Right. France. German. Well, Diana says, why is there no knife on this table? Kim's like, well, this is probably because they're having chili dogs. Maybe they don't need to. Right. Well, Diana says, personally, I would put a knife on that because it's proper etiquette. If I'm with a cute guy, I'm going to use that knife to cut my chili dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with the cutie, I'm eating that chili dog with a knife and fork. So it's cute. time to check out Hillary's table. Okay. Now, uh, you're this Hillary's the one you're thinking is probably going to win. Yeah. I mean, it's a statement table. Right. And it's California. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, well, obviously someone's going on safari here. Diana's huh? like, I like it. Yeah. And Kim says, when you think of big game shooting, I think of men 
more doing that than a woman. So I would guess a man made this table. Mm. Well, Diana says, I don't think a woman would put a kitty on a table. And uh, they look like they're real. And Kim's like, yeah, they're real. Well, I'm an animal lover, so I don't like this poor little monkey being on the table. Right. Kim's like, it's cute. Oh, my God. It's kind of cute, this monkey. <laughs> they look at the menu. They're like, okay, gorilla gumbo. And then uh, d- they can't figure this Gorilla one out. gumbo, really? You're going to yep, go there? Yep. Stupid. And then they're like, what is gunny stew? Uh, well, it's spelled G-N-U. It's a, it's a, it's a gnu. Uh, stew uh, or a uh, new. Uh, is it pronounced gnu or new? I guess it would just be pronounced new. I think it's, it's new. G-N- well, they can't figure out what the fuck it is. Yeah. And they're like, guh, new stew? Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, uh-oh, we got a major problem. <gasps> um, Kim says, is that okay to put the fork in the napkin? Nope. Wow. Nope. Why not? Proper etiquette. You're never supposed to have to take a utensil off your napkin to use it ever. Wait, wait, you, wait, 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 wait. What? The Is fork it? was sitting on top of the napkin. Okay. You're not, that's a no no. Oh, you should never, you should never have to take off a utensil to use a napkin. Correct. Ah. Yeah, you pick up the I napkin, to, put it that, right on your lap. Yeah, I've seen the uh, I've seen the look of the uh, the pocket with the napkin, and then they put the utensils inside the pocket. I like that. It's a no no. But I but now that you think now that you think about it, that's actually in that's very true because I do get annoyed when I have to take because I'm a guy that that takes the napkin and I yeah. either put it around my collar or yeah. I put it on my on my on my knee on yeah. my like, my lap. You ever been with a real classy bitch and sit down at a table and uh, they're serving uh, black napkins and they say, uh, "May I have a white one, please?" And then they bring you a white one. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Why only a white napkin? Because if you're wearing, let's say you're wearing a white dress, right. you, could, you don't want to put a black napkin on your white oh, dress. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because it'll leave the lint. Yeah. My oh. mom did that once and I was blown away. Interesting. I was like, you classy fucking bitch. That's some classy ass shit right there, <laughs> yeah. dude. But so yeah. anyway. Yeah, that annoys me when I have to take the fucking utensils off to put the napkin. Well, now you know why. It's I'm gonna not fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bitch out the waiter next time that some yeah. shit like that Call happens. Call him out on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. All right. So, so they're gonna go check up on his table. They're like, whoa, out of Africa. Very nice. Uh, this is one of those ones that jumps right out at you. Perfectly designed theme. It's gorgeous to look at. And just look at the little tiny touches. Mm. I really like the tablecloth. Now, keep in mind, she's got that consomme slash soup bowl on there. Right. We might have an issue. Oh, no. Or it's a fucking game changer. Yeah. Well, you know what? They don't notice it. Good. Uh, They love the fact she's got fake animals that are not stuffed. You know? Good. I like it. Correctness is right on all of it. Yeah. You know? They're very happy with this table. Very nice. All right, let's go see what they think of uh, Cheryl and Ginny's Moroccan Knights number. Okay. Adorable. Adorable. All right. I mean, I love the color theme. Their colors are so vibrant. The menu is titled Mystical Marrakesh. And Kim tries to say Marrakesh, but butchers it. She says, oh, it's mystical Marrakesh. Oh, no. I'm like, these are fucking judges. Well, then Diana comes up and says, oh, mystical Marrakesh. Marrakesh. It's Marrakesh. Everybody knows it's Marrakesh. I thought it was like quiche, like an actual quiche. No, the point is it's fucking Marrakesh. These these women don't even know where Morocco is. They're stupid. They don't even know where Morocco is on the fucking map. It just told me, I don't think these women are qualified for this job. Morocco's in Africa? Good news, though. 
Guess what Diana thinks of the plates? Awesome. Adorable. Ah, oh, my God. Kim, guess what she thinks of the napkin? Uh, cute. Adorable. Adorable. Awesome. Okay. All right. Let's go check out Defending Champion Crystal's lighted up barn table. Let's see it. Well, you know what Diana's going to say. Hack. Adorable. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love the barn. This one looks like the fair, the Orange County Fair. It oh, screams. my God. You matched the fair. Well, it's funny you say she that. She fell into the fucking hole. You funny you say that because that's what everybody says. Yeah. It looks exactly like this year's entrance to the fair. Oh. There's a barn on this year's logo. Whoa. You know what I mean? There's a cow. Wow. She has all of that in there. You yeah. think that's my chance? Uh-uh. <sighs> I think no. Crystal had some inside See, information. Some inside? Yep. Uh, anyway, she's like, this screams fair to me, and I love the drunken cow because I'm a wine owl. <laughs> totally. Oh my totally God. adorable. <laughs> if you look at it, isn't it cute? Kim goes, what is it cute about that? <laughs> Time to go back to the thesaurus. So they pull out the thesaurus and decide on uh, substituting uh, Thunderstruck with cute. Yay. Yeah. Well, it's time for best of show. Should we do best of show, Let's Dave? Let's do it. Oh, God. <laughs> time for best in we show. We usually have a different, different opinion on which one would be best in show. Well, they start out with Tim's Dr. Seuss. And it's in the running, but that napkin situation, they can't decide, and it's bugging Diana too wow. much. They can't figure out if it's a napkin or a part of an extension of the napkin, so it, they, they got to throw it out. It just can't, you know, if they're, this is the cream of the crop. Yeah. You're, it's like, you're, remember the chickens? You got to find something bad yeah. when you're narrowing yeah. it down. What does he mean by too perfect? Exactly. Okay. So this shocked me. They went by and looked at the small world table. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't even in the running, ladies. Yeah. This is an embarrassment. Okay. Um, and again, the deal breaker for Diana is there's no knife for the chili dog. Because really? again, like she said, if I'm out with a guy, yeah, I'm cutting my chili dog right. with a knife. Well, maybe then you just ask the waiter for a knife then. <laughs> okay. I think you can just do that. Well, let's go back to Bonnie's table because they're going to okay. give this the, the real close inspection. Let's give it. She, this is Kim, is leaning towards Bonnie's safari table and says it stands out because it took more imagination than pictures. Or something else along those lines. Mm. They still can't make up their mind. Mm. They ask Ashley for help. And Ashley's like, you guys, I'm not allowed to help you. Right. Okay. I can barely help these idiots. <laughs> they ask me for a fucking word every 20 minutes and never use it. Anyway, that's how the judges end. Okay. Well, it's opening day at the fair. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Huge. Huge event. Is it? Opening day of the OC Fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, Janet and Ron arrive first. They beeline over to Janet's table. We've got a first place winner for international wow. travel. What is, who's the first place winner? First place winner for international travel category is Janet with inner Italian wow. vineyard table with chandelier. Wow, Janet, yep. she made it. First she, place. Built, she built that whole fucking thing on her front lawn. Whatever. 
brother Sam did all the work. Yeah, the engineer in the family. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, that's First it. place. First place. That's it. No second place, no third place, nothing. Buddy. Chan's disappointed. Uh, mm-hmm. That she got first place? Uh-huh. Oh, because there's best in show. Boom! Oh, so 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 there's two first place and then a best in show or no? You're gonna find out. Okay. How many first place are You're there? You're gonna find out. Okay, great. Janet says, I'm a little disappointed because I'm always aiming for best of show. Yeah. Well, here's what the judges had to say. There's a lot going on. There could be less clutter if only one wine glass was provided. A lot of silverware for one table. Napkins are great. Well, Janet says, I debated about taking away the glass, but it did say that you have to have a water glass on it, too. Well, Ron says, yeah, I don't agree with this at all. Not as good as best of show, but it is still first place. Yeah. (laughs) Not to Janet. It's more like second place. First place is a consolation prize for me. I'm not happy with it. Well, Ginny and Cheryl arrive. Ginny's feeling confident. Remember, she's the 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 one that's always yeah. trying to fuck everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, "There's a lot of round tables this year, but they're not judged with a rectangle rectangle table like ours." And Cheryl's like, "Yeah, they are." Hmm. She's like, "They are." She's like, "Yeah, they are." Ginny doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on uh. or how anything works. Uh. She's just there to hit on guys. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Well, they got something. Huh? They got third place. Ah. Yep. Which is no. way this, worse than first place. This table sucked too. Okay. I hated this table. This yeah. is the Moroccan ninth number. Yeah. Jenny's like, shit. <laughs> shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> they did get a consolation prize and got best use of color. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they, they're disappointed. Um, the table they were most worried about did get first place. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is the chandelier one. The chan- Janet's, yeah. yeah. She said, I knew we were in trouble when I saw walked in and saw that chandelier. Yeah, I can kind of picture it in my head what you're talking about. Do you mm-hmm. make a frame that has a chandelier and you know, you know, yeah. wine bottle underneath it? I don't understand how any of these women could say this takes six months. No. Well, I, mean, I could see how it takes them six months. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've never even seen one of the fucking things, and I can tell. Well, you know, Ginny says, look, like I said, I was worried when I saw it. And Cheryl says, it is amazing. Ginny says, I don't think it's amazing. Cheryl's like, that's a lot of work. Ginny's like, it's not a lot of work. They just collected things just like we did. Yeah. Anyway, Cheryl and Marie arrive next. And, you know, Crystal said, I I don't ever leave 100% confident. I think one of my cups might have been off. Uh, on a slant. <laughs> so I'm just now I'm imagining them with the fucking with the liquid, the liquid ruler thing. What is it called? The Level. leveler. Yeah, levelers. Jesus Christ. These probably they probably hadn't slept. You know they're probably strung out. Well, they got an honorable mention. Yeah. And Marie's like, "What does that mean?" Mm. She goes, "Well, I don't think it's first. Now keep in mind they've been mm. doing this for 22 years. Yeah, they don't know what an honorable mention is." <laughs> I don't think it's first, second, or third, or whatever they did. I don't know. It's honorable mention because you have a fucking documentary crew there going to a thing that like literally costs. I don't know how much does it even cost to enter these things. I don't know. It's probably free. Probably. Oh no, so these reading, people. They're reading and it says 
So it's like, okay. This is a documentary about mental illness. <laughs> it's what this documentary is about, dude. I mean, it just it should just do that. It should just be for the first hour and a half. It should be about table setting. And then thir- last 30 minutes, all right, we're here to tell you about mental illness. And then just go on. And then you're like, mm, you fucking tricked me. Uh, anyway, she's like, okay, creativity only good? She's like, I put so much heart into this one. Uh, is it disappointing you don't get a ribbon? Of course it's disappointing. <laughs> well, they take a look at Janet's first place table. And they're like, this was the first place for international? Uh-huh. This is kind of upsetting because there's three negatives and they still got first place. <laughs> it yeah. says too much clutter, a lot going on, and a lot of silverware. Maybe they like the wow of the chandelier, maybe. Yeah. But it's just too much stuff on this table, and that's not a correct decision. Yeah. It's pretty good. All of a sudden, you just right see this chair flying out of nowhere. Oh, no. it's Janet. No. I was imagining it, too. It's <laughs> like, this is getting good, baby. It's slow motion. Saturday. Saturday. Well, Tim comes in, mm-hmm. and of course, he's always sweating. Yeah. And uh, I forgot to tell you. Because he just jerked off. No. But I forgot to tell you, when Janet broke her uh, wine bottle, mm-hmm. um, Tim helped out. And he's like, oh, I've got paper towels. Aww. And she goes, she goes, well, I'm going to need the whole roll. And he's like, well, I'm sweating. I need some for my face. <laughs> so is Tim like a larger dude? Yeah, yeah. He's a heavy, uh, heavy okay. set fellow. Um, anyway. So Tim comes in and he says, I've emotionally prepared myself for the best and the worst. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. (sighs) Well, he gets an honorable mention. Aw. Yeah. He says, this makes me feel a little sad. Yeah. Did I even get a ribbon for it? Honorable mention to me. Sometimes it's the like, thanks for coming award. Yeah. That's exactly what it is actually, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Sir, you guessed it. You fucking <laughs> thanks for playing. Yeah, no, yeah. But I don't participation know. trophy. I don't know how many other people got honorable mention. Well, I'm guessing everybody. Yeah, I would the, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably. Uh, he's like, well, oh wow, this person got best napkin fold. He was like, I was really hoping my balloons would get best napkin fold. Mm. It's a little soul crushing on the creative aspect, right? But. It was something that I needed emotionally. And even if I didn't win, I'm really happy that I was able to do this and not miss it just because of my situation. Right. I want to show this to the general public. Yeah. So Hillary shows up. I want to be in this documentary so bad. Hillary crazy. shows up. She's got a beer in her hand. Yeah. She's already, fucking done. She went, Are we done with this fucking bullshit yet? Let's party. Great for the beer. Yeah. So she walks in, she right. goes, she sees her table. And again, this is international travel category. Right. Um, the, I, I'm just going to call it the blo- bullets, blood, and taxidermy table. Cool. Okay. So Hillary goes, oh, wow. Wow. Totally unexpected. Second place ribbon. I was wow. positive I was going to get disqualified. I really did. Wow. Because of the guns and the bullets. Uh-huh. And then she's reading their notes, and it says, you can't place the fork in the napkin. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't know that. 
That's good to know. The sand isn't sanitary, but super cute. What? That's cool. Second place is just fine. I don't want to be the bitch that walks around and looks at everybody's tables and makes snide comments. Oh. And then she does exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> Say. She walks by Marie and Crystal's small world. She spits on it. She walks by Marie and Crystal's small world, and she's like, everybody hates that ride. Oh, dirty. What a dirty bitch. She what walks a by Tim's table. Is this the person I overheard saying that he bought everything on his table from the dollar store? <laughs> that shows like a lack of creativity. Yeah. You have to put a little bit more of it into just walking into a dollar store and buying a bunch of shit and putting it on your table. Go fuck yourself, Janet, or whatever that girl's name is. Maybe that. next year when he competes, he might want to put a little effort into it and not have stuff on the balloons that look like piles of poop. Mm. Seems like fun. Now, here's what's interesting. Mm -hmm. Tim is checking out Hillary's table. Mm -hmm. Hillary's behind him. But Tim doesn't know Hillary's behind him. Okay. And he's like, this table, I thought you'd have placed higher. Yeah. He's like, just for the drama alone, it's amazing. Whoever designed this has an eye for design. They probably do it professionally or has training in it. Yeah. I've got some small problems with it, but I really love it. And I think it's phenomenal. So he agreed with me. That's cool. So it's time for uh, Crystal, the defending champion, to make her entrance. Now, keep in mind, nobody's won Best in Show yet. Mm -hmm. Okay? Crystal says, I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm just going to take a deep breath. We'll see what happens. Give me a little drum roll, Dave. And still, wow. best in show and first place, light it up category, farm themed table with red barn and lights, Crystal. Well, she comes in with an entourage, bro. Wow. People are clapping. Whoa. Yeah. Keep in mind, they're still on award show. Yeah. This is just your initial reaction. Yeah. You know, and people are like, you did it for daddy. You know, <laughs> for Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Papa. Yeah, her dad passed away, and she said, I saw uh, this barn, and I just knew that this was it. I bait. So the bitch one with two barn themes in a row? Apparently. Wow. She said, I built my tables off feeling. The fucking barn. Yeah. Feel yeah. Off and I just, I think she had inside information yeah. that, th that that barn was going to be on this year's catalog. I like or, it. Or, you know, flyer. I like the hustle. Yep. So she, then we do the awards, and the announcer says, Crystal Young, best in show. And Marie is just like, I don't know. I have really got mixed feelings about this. I, I just mean, don't know. I can see how that would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. And uh, Hillary says, uh, so much time and effort went into all this. Hillary says, uh, so this is the whole uh, Megillah, huh? huh? There's a the lot of Megillah. There's a lot of cows. Yeah. And then uh, she makes her way over to Bonnie's table. Could Bonnie didn't show. So which is no show. Yeah. So this one passes. But wait, by. is there a table there? Yeah. Oh. So this one guy passes by Hillary <laughs> while Hillary's looking at Bonnie's table and he says, So what do you think of the zebra table? Because you remember they were both doing Africa things right. in international travel. Oh, yeah, the, the the zebra thing I thought was gonna be cool, like the hand painted yeah. zebra cloth. Yeah. Well Hillary says, I'm at a loss for words. Uh it's good, it's nice, in my opinion. Something needs to have a strong reaction. People love it or hate it. But to say it's nice is almost an insult. But it's nice. Hmm. What a bitch. <laughs> she is so cold. Just like, cold. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Crystal, she says this is Bonnie's tables. Uh, 
so at one twelve uh, this afternoon, I got a text from Bonnie. I didn't open it. I didn't look at it. I didn't want to know anything because I'm already superstitious right. about the day. And it says, hi, Crystal, it's Bonnie. Did you get best in show? I read the LA Times and it said you won for Light It Up. So the LA Times has picked up on the story. Oh. So it's five days later and Bonnie still hasn't gone to the fair. Hmm. So Bonnie is at home. She's on her iPad and she's like, I'm not sure if this article is right or not. I'm assuming it's not because I think sometimes they get things mixed up yeah. with the dates. So I texted her saying, did you win best in show? And she never got back to me. So for the mm. five last days, I'm thinking, oh, I'm sure you did well with your table. I'm sure you scored high, but I don't know. I wonder if I didn't. So she finally checks online. Mm -hmm. She didn't look for five days. <clears throat> so she tortured herself for another five days. Yeah. And then she looks at the results. She got second place. Okay. And she's like, my question is, why did I get second place? Mm. So she walked around the house thinking the LA Times made a mistake, but didn't want to go consult the actual fair website and find right. out. And she says, uh, something's not right on the table. Uh, mine was superior. My correctness on my table? Okay, that bugs me a little bit. I told her... You know, you're going to win Best in Show, and she did. I was right. I think she's very good at kind of knowing what the judges want, though. Right. I feel I deserve Best in Show. I go in with a Best in Show table every year. Yeah. I always think mine is better, but it doesn't mean the judges do. She's reading here, and she's like, because it was a decorative eye appeal problem? <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> Throw well, some shade. I'm never going back again. Good. Yeah. The thing that upsets me the most is you showed them. <laughs> you showed them by not showing. Yeah. If, I don't know why I got second place. No. I just don't know. So it's pickup day. Bonnie's the last one to come get in, get everything. And um, while Bonnie's picking up her table, she walks by Hillary's table and says, oh, my God, that God thing again. What did that one get anyway? Some guy's second place. It was tied with me. Kapow. Wow. It's crazy. I have to admire her for doing that. It's like to hell with what everybody thinks. I'm going to do whatever I want. You know, I want to make a message in this show. So then she pisses all over her thing. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, now it's time for me to make my message. Yeah. Anyway, she continues. She says, there's a lot of people that didn't get any ribbons and didn't sure. place at all. So it's going to go up in my hallway with my collection of ribbons, but with kind of a question mark in my own mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you didn't go to the fucking thing. Go to it next time. You won't have any questions. <sighs> she says, I hope that when people think of tablescaping, they just don't at least think. In, at least in, uh, at least in a, like a rhythmic dancing whatever yeah. the fuck they call it yeah rhythmic ballet. you gotta be there <laughs> you gotta show up you don't just throw the ribbon in the middle and expect it oh it's a nice fucking ribbon throw no yeah show up yep have some pride she just wants people to know that what we do is so much more than tablescaping mm. and it's, it's not true it it's really it, not it, calling it tablescaping is making it more than what it actually is actually that's what tim says so she says, for example, I plan this for a half a year. It takes effort, time, and hard work. It takes a big commitment. You're going to have your ups and your downs. You're going to have your good days and your bad days. 
Um, Somebody needs a thesaurus. <laughs> Come on, guys. Jesus. You have days where... That are bad and then days that are good. You can't think of anything else to do on that table and you're ready to just throw it in the garage and forget about it. And then you come back another day and you go forward. Mm. There you are. Your heart is on this table. And Ooh, that's a good theme it. for next year. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> and more important. Oh, look, there's my hand and my leg. Okay. Uh, Hillary would go nuts, but they yeah, can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the most important. Lose lesson. yourself. That's the, that's the title. Anyway, sorry, go on. Hillary, excuse me. Bonnie says the most important lesson in all this is you're taking a risk. What could be riskier than taking your very creative being and putting it out there for somebody else to judge? Flying commercial <laughs> is probably more dangerous than what you're asked, which is what you're saying. All probably my, riskier. My friends are saying, I'm too afraid to do this. And I think this is a good example of people saying, you know what? <laughs> I'm afraid to lose all my friends. <laughs> Stupid. I might be a little afraid of that, but I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. You know, as I get older, it gives you so much more memories and friends and things that make your life memorable. I don't know if anybody's people are her friends. Right. Because she didn't show up. Yeah. Uh, taking these risks in life makes you younger or stronger, rather. And it also helps you handle some disappointments and victories better in life. It doesn't. She yeah. didn't handle this defeat at yeah. all. She fucking, she pussyfooted. She, she was said, like, I'm never going she was, back. She was the stinkiest out of all of them. Yeah. So I hope people that see all this realize this can be applied to anything we want to do in life. <laughs> Just walk away from anything. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. You know what? Fuck you. We're getting divorced. Yeah. This doesn't work yeah. out at all. Yep. Yep. Oh, really? You want me to come into work on time? Well, fuck you, yeah. boss. Yeah. Uh, she finishes and says, so I think it's a lot more than tablescaping. Uh, it has to do with life. So I like it. One month later, it's time for the Los Angeles County Fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Announcer, welcome to the world of competitive tablescaping. For Bonnie Overman, it's yet another Best in Show. Wow. So Bonnie won Best in Show yeah. for, the, for the LA? Which would Same appear one? to look... No, it was a Different. Disney Haunted Mansion thing. Ah, and okay. Yeah. Well, that's always going to get everybody. Uh, well, maybe Bonnie... Decided to use some of Crystal's tricks and say, oh. you know what? Maybe I should pander a little bit as well. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you meant like she got some insider info. But okay, could have, could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know yeah, what yeah, the, yeah. the theme of the fair yeah. was that year. Yeah. Well, remember how Bonnie said she's never going back to the to OC, OC fair? fair. Well, she had to defend her title. She didn't win the OC fair. She got. I second. know, but like, but, but. You she said she's never going back. But what I'm saying there is... There was a judge that said, you cannot talk to Tim. I get it. It's lame. But what I'm saying is like, you know, the fair circuit. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you won the LA fair, you're going to... You're still considering defending your title. Like, you're still considering it defending your title because it's all the same people probably. Even if you didn't get the title, she got second. No, but that's not what I'm saying. But, but in other words, you're the most recent fair yes, champion. I see what you're saying. Well, sure enough, she showed up. Okay. So, and how'd she do? It didn't say. Uh, we're not okay. But we'll have uh, to wait for the next installment. Oh yeah, yeah. So the movie ends, and we end up back at Janet's house. And Janet, remember, she keeps all of her tables right 
in her house. Right. She's got like eight made up tables. Got it. Maybe nine. Cool. She says, we ran out of room. <gasps> Who would have thought? Uh-huh. So this year, I've decided to put my winning table. To sell table my children. Oh, okay. At the end of my bed. Oh. Mm-hmm. It just seems so logical going at the foot of my bed. Right. It doesn't. And yeah, it looks a, like shit. And it's a huge monstrosity uh-huh. with wood and b- bullshit. Uh-huh. Well, guess who's making the bed and looks like he wants to kill himself? <laughs> Fucking Ron. Ron. Yep. And uh, that's how she ends. And um, they had some uh, some music that was made especially for the film <clears throat> with oh. lyrics about setting a table. Oh, uh, which well, I did not like. Was it like to like the theme of like an yeah, Elton John like, song? It was like, uh, no, it wasn't a theme. It was like, first you get your fork and then and get your knife. And then I don't remember. Lame. It wasn't good. So lame. Yeah. So what did you think? What do you kind of, how, how many dockings do you give it? Here's the thing. This is very similar to chicken people. Okay. Very well made, but if you're not really into it, you're not yeah. going to notice the if you're a crafter, forest through the trees. If you're a crafter, yeah. this is a four-star documentary. Okay. That being said, I give it three dockings out of four. Okay. Because it's fun. Um, I did learn you, you a lot. You mentioned you like the cut scenes where they're, yeah. where they, where they're saying the things. And I took a lot out of what we covered in this documentary. There's a lot more in there. Um, it felt like 10 minutes too long to me. But okay. that's such a minor thing. Okay. So overall, it's a lot of fun, especially if you're into crafting and creating things. Crafting. But these women are crazy. Yes. Well, it's probably magnified. Here's the other thing. There's times where I was like, are they staging this? Right. Like for uh, Hillary and Tim. Right. And I was like, if they are, it's a shame that they are. But if they didn't and they caught this just at the right time, then it's really cool. That's cool. But you, it's 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 kind it's of impossible. To, it's hard to, to tell. tell. Yeah. So I well, do give it three in that dockings. in that case, then you got to give it up to the documentarians. Regard, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for regardless, sure. for sure. If you can't even tell them, perfect. I love it. That's yeah. great. So, um, Dave, tell uh, our listeners what they could do if they would love to help out the show around here, because we're always looking for help. Always looking for help. Find us on social media. We're down on the docs on everything except for on Instagram where we're down on the docs pod. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, docs is spelled D-O-C-S because why? We review documentaries. That's correct. If you want to send us an email? Great. Down on the docs at gmail.com. But really, you have to go to Apple, iTunes, whatever it's called. You can Apple leave reviews Podcast, on Spotify now. And on People Spotify, are doing that. That's great. But we, we really would like you to do it for Apple as well because that's what, what really- What about our Discord? Discord channel, the link is in the channel. You can go in and, um, you know, join, and we have fun in there. We talk a little shit, post some memes, make some GIFs, have some icons, and that's pretty fun. So, okay. Well, uh, that was a fun episode. Yeah. As always, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week with episode 29.